the Joe Rogan Experience. Brian thinks it's funny to keep playing that black guy's voice. <laughs> I actually totally forgot. That fake black guy's voice. <laughs> it's much more, much more offensive. Um, before we get started, I think I have to say more about the flashlight. I don't think that's a 15-second ad. It's awesome. I shoot loads into it. I recommend you do the same. Can I hop in on this? Yes. Kevin Pereira wants to shoot loads into a flashlight. I, We're going to I want to believe in a world where I can. But as I said, I, I get a wave of guilt and sin and, and filth that washes over me every time I climax. And I can't imagine saving that into a, a fleshy device that I then have to dishwasher. It feels better, but it's more embarrassing. Yeah. And Kevin's brought wine. We but are I'll do it. gentlemen. Oh, yeah. We are sophisticates Cheers. here. Cheers, mates. Cheers. <laughs> this is, I mean, we have wine, coconut water. Yeah, and, we uh, got coffee. coffee and we're stoned. And, you know, I don't, um, th there's, a, there's a thing, I, have, I don't have a lot of obsessive compulsive shit, but one thing I have is if you're making a toast, you got to click glasses with everybody. Have to, yes. Yeah, what is this, like, sort of half-assed gesture where some people don't want to lean across the table? Listen, you lazy bitch. Are we all in this together or what? we yeah. got to clink glasses. And you have to uh, tap it on the ground, on, on the table first before you drink it. Oh, really? Yeah. You do? What's yeah. that about? Oh, I didn't it's know It's like a no-tag back thing. You just have to do it. I've never done that. Does that signify I'm done, my yeah. glass is in? Yes. <sighs> my whole life I've done them wrong. <laughs> You've been sending mixed messages yeah, to people. You could like, be getting in fights and not know it. This is like a jujitsu technique where you realize you couldn't finish it. Well, all you had to do was just one little thing, one little thing different. I didn't clink my... God damn it. Gentlemen, here's the mulligans. Cheers. Mulligans. Yes, mulligans. I don't even know what that means. Yeah. What is a mulligan? It's a do-over. Do I never played golf. Did, you got to tap, oh, Joe. You Jeff just... Didn't tap did you tap? Mm. He's not out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never, I never, never tap. He never taps. I never tap. I ain't bitch. I'll, I'll, I'll choke myself out. Out of all the douchey t-shirts I've ever seen related to mixed martial arts, <laughs> one of them was tap or snap. Oh. It's up to you. Uh, MMA oh. fashion has got to evolve, man. It's, How many wolves and skeletons and chains can you wear around your neck before you're asking to get in a fight? Dude, I got this new company. It's about to break off. It's called break my dick off in your ass fight gear. <laughs> this is... This is the fucking, the logo's a dragon fucking a pit bull in the ass <laughs> covered in glitter. Bro, I need to get you and Dana White in on this. Dude, have you got the new, the new tank top by Two Knuckles Deep? Oh, it's so no. good. The is moment you go Two Knuckles Deep, man, you're going to tap. It's a new technique. All the guys are doing it. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. St. Pierre has been training really like mad. I did not know that. Yeah, he can get three knuckles. Wow, that's incredible. But then again, Belladonna's only 100 pounds. She can get a baseball bat. That is true. God bless her. What the fuck is that all about? That should be an Olympic sport. Gaping it <sighs> should absolutely be a sport. Or Dude. spitting in the gaping hole, like a basketball oh, type Jesus. thing. For accuracy. Yeah. Right. That's hard to do, especially when you have a chest cold because it sticks to the everything. None of this existed when I was a child. No, it did. Just I don't think people knew about it. Do you think it did? Do you think there was I a bet, lot of oh, assholes stretching and sp spitting in assholes? Yeah, yeah. If we had flip cams back in, in the 1800s, you'd see Victorian caping. It's probably oh, worse. Victorian era. There's yeah. some of it that's so bad. Like that, that guy, that Max Hardcore guy, that got, he went to jail for yeah. it. I mean, you got to do something really fucking creepy for them to be wanting to lock you up in jail in 2011 or 10, whether, or maybe it was even nine, for porn. Yeah. But this fucking guy, man, he was opening girls' assholes up and, and like with like 
like speculums. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Whatever the medical instrument, yeah. little thing that you stretch it apart with. I don't and then peeing in there and then making the, girls drinking out with a straw, allegedly. The I leaky heard, basement. They were talking <laughs> okay. about this. Uh, Sal was talking about this on the Stern show. Um, I don't know if it's true, but if it is true, it. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt, I don't doubt it. it. I've, seen, I've seen a lot of this shit. <laughs> but see, I was seeing shit back in the bulletin board dial-up days when I was like 9, 10 years old, which explains a lot. Oh, I've been desensitized yeah, right, since right. then, like the Russian soldier putting his foot on a head and cutting a neck open and yeah. going, oh, it would be steamy because it was cold outside. Yeah. Like that analysis of fucked up shit at the age yeah. of nine or ten. So I, I believe it was all out there. But what I don't get are how girls are making money off of non-porn because guys are sexually objectified by it. Like the, the crushers that will crush a cell phone with a, with a heel or pump a gas pedal on a car. There's a lot of fucked up There's, things out there. They can get, I mean, we, we do a what the fuck segment on our show where it's like girls that, that, that get in pools wearing jean jackets and they make like $30 a month off of subscrip- subscriptions because wow. some dude's like, oh, look at that denim getting wet. <laughs> oh, mommy would have spanked me. Whoa. Now I got to clean my flashlight. Or look, The Minion. Have you ever seen The Minion? It's like a website, we've talked about this before, where this crazy, ugly, nasty, fat guy just fucks these hot porn stars. But who wants, <laughs> I mean, I can see where it's like kind of cool. I forgot about this one. But, but like, who wants to subscribe to that guy? Well, that was always the, the charm of Ron Jeremy, right? Right. Not, yeah, anybody, not all the time. I kind the of, beginning anybody could get the girl. In the beginning, he was sort of a normal-looking guy, but then he became hideous. <laughs> it took time, but clearly he's in the hideous realm. I mean, everyone goes bad eventually. Yeah. He's, he's fucking hideous. You know, that's, that's part of the charm. There's something about the internet, man, and technology in general that has accelerated porn to just, and accelerated depravity and, and, mm-hmm. and just decadence into just like really fucking intense levels yeah. that have never existed before. I mean, at first it was seen as this bastion of hope that was going to elevate discussion and bring intellectuals together and further everything. And it, it has done that to an extent. But it's really just created hardcore porn, like really hardcore porn. I think the thing is, I think it's going to change young people for good or bad and probably both. But I think once you're old and you already have like a pattern set in your head, it's way easier to just jerk off to more and more fucked up shit than it is to like look at the latest findings on, you know, hypernovas or, you know, look deep into the the real possibilities created by the Large Hadron Collider. Like that's too much, man. Fuck that. No, pink lab. That's where I'm going. Exactly. I want to watch some guy shit in some chick's mouth because (laughs) I can't. You know, I mean, there's guys that like, they're so angry at women, they want to shit in their mouth. Like, you fucking bitch, you fucking, uh. like, What could she have done? Just what exist, done? exist and be unattainable. That's what it is. That's mom you know? issues, right? Just for, dudes, are, there's a lot of weak bitches out there. That's what it is. There's a lot of dudes. Mom issues are not. You well, got to fucking think- look at the whole world around you, make an assessment, look, what, go on your instincts. What is positive? What is negative? What is admirable? What makes you jealous? Go towards that. And I always say, aspire to be the man that you pretend to be when you're trying to get laid. Okay? Aspire to be that guy for real. Actually become that guy. You know, just, you don't have to, just your mama's issues and all that stuff. Get your shit together, bitch. See, that's right? why I got an M3, because I want to be the guy that doesn't need a personality. That's what I'm talking about. I want to be the guy that just says, look, two. are you moist yet? Plus, Fantastic. they're the shits, and they're, they handle awesome. Oh, such good cars. Mm. I love cars, man. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm so fascinated by the engineering that... I couldn't possibly be responsible for myself. I look at something like a core, like an M3 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Think about all the fucking shit that's involved. You know, all I, the different I, settings, the M setting, and all of a sudden the suspension changes. You feel you it set a stiffen. macro for your car, and all of a sudden yeah. it's like the car is is sucking you by the asshole and just holding you yeah, down. Yeah, just, yeah. And just the, the the engineering. I believe I, that there's 30 German engineers that shed a single tear whenever I put the top down. Like I believe they're so <laughs> proud of their work and the time and all the effort that went into making a piece of plastic fold. 
Right. I believe that they're crying about but it. I not, love that. That's not plastic. Wow. That, that's yeah. one of the coolest things about the top of the MT, MT convertible, <clears throat> M3 convertible, rather, because it's all one piece in metal. That's like the coolest thing that they yeah. figured out it, how to do it, recently. It's like a transform. It goes into like three little sections. You have two sections in the window. It's dope. Have you ever seen it? Watch when he does it. It's it's amazing. Like it's like an orchestration of, of yeah. you know mechanical engineering. Wow. You hear it's beautiful. You hear violence. That break easily. Isn't there like no. you know like oh you you, you know it's, no, it's just it's more shit. You know the more moving parts. Yeah. But that's 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 my life. That's everybody's yeah. life now, yeah, right? We get more shit so that it could break, so that we can get pissed that it's shit. And it's amazing how it. reliable those things are. You know, the the most unreliable car I ever had was a Porsche. I had a 911 Turbo that broke down five times. It was ridiculous. But BMWs, I've never had a problem. Japanese cars, I've never had a problem. It's amazing how many miles you can put on a car these days, mm -hmm. and there's no problem. Like back when you had like a you know, 1970 Barracuda or something like that, yo, hundred thousand miles, that thing's done. All mm -hmm. right, you get bearings. Are blown and fucking transmissions yeah. gone, missing gears and the engine smells like shit. I mean, you have to rebuild everything. Those things just didn't last. Remember those Supras we had with the lights yeah. that popped up and then <laughs> mine, did one of yours break? No, I didn't have there that would always one. Be one. Yeah. I had with the, the one wink. with the fixed, I had a 92 or 93 Toyota Supra oh. when they went to that space shape. That was the first wow. really cool car that I got. Yeah. That was my uh, news radio money. But uh, dollar, the, dollar just something about just the, the, the engineering of these fucking cars, that's accelerated as well. Like the M3, like the M, this M3 that I have is 400 120 horsepower well the 911 turbo that i had was like somewhere around the same like 420 horsepower but it was all turbocharged and it was right. like all tweaked out yeah and it's a different sort of a feeling well this car is that with a full v8 with an 84,000 rpm you know rev limit i mean it's fucking incredible is it 84,000 or 8,400 8,400 yeah but when it hits 8,400 man that whale it's like a formula one race car I man it sounds awesome have you done launch control yet no, I don't, that sounds like it's going to kill the transmission. Nah, well, if you warm your engine up, you have to drive for X amount of miles at certain speeds or whatnot. You can drop it into first, shut off traction control, uh, and if you hold the one of the shifter paddles in or you put it in neutral, slam on the gas while holding a shifter paddle, like a, a checkered flag will appear what? on the dash. Yeah. And there's that's launch Easter control. Eggs. Yeah, no, there's yeah. total Easter eggs in the software. Yeah. And then you can use like your cruise control, actual controls to boost up the RPM. So when you let go, it engages that clutch oh. when you're already at, you know, yeah. 7,000, 8,000 RPM. Screams. And you'll, you'll break your neck. That's badass. How did you find out about that? Internets? Oh, it's pretty, it's pretty common. Yeah, it's, it's, oh. it's common. Yeah. The, no the, the Nissans actually did it for their GTR, yeah. and when people used it, it violated the warranty. What? Yeah. They say yeah. they say what? with BMW, if you do it over twice, apparently it counts how many times you do it. It violates your warranty too. Wow, that's yeah. funny. With with that's ridiculous. Yeah. Make a better thing. Don't give me something that breaks, stupid. But the uh, the well, Nissan I mean, one was particularly ridiculous because it's a goddamn race car. Mm -hmm. I mean, what Nissan was bragging about was their zero zero to sixty time was ridiculously low, and the handling in the car is insane. It's a fucking amazing car. Mm -hmm. I drove it, but there's something about it. It's like yeah, it's really fast, and yeah, it's but it's ugly. It's like, it's goofy looking. It's like, it's got some sort of a techno Godzilla thing going on that I, I'm not really into. It's like, it stands out too much, but for all the, like if a Ferrari stands out, you know, it stands out, but it stands out. It's like, it's beautiful. Right. That car stands out. Like what's going Smart on? Smart cars stand out because they look like baby sneakers on wheels. <laughs> yeah. It's not a good standout, right? <laughs> yeah. It's an odd standout. Yeah. Like I don't particularly, I, I tried to like it. I like looked around it and stared at it. I tried to like it. But it's uh, but the the engineering though is stunning. Well, what about electric cars like the Tesla and 
Well, that's, they're not ready. You no. know, I'm interested in them eventually, but I'm not interested in something that you have to charge for 18 hours after you drive 250. That's that's stupid. That's, I'm interested in the gallons, though. I get 15 gallons of gas per. Or you have whatever. a big truck. I know, know? but that shit's. I, it's I gross. need. I, yeah, it's disgusting. Well, it makes you mad when it starts hitting 430. And four, yeah. I mean, what is it now? 420 for regular. Yeah, now. premium's like I think 450 at Chevron. But my point was about the BMW is that what's really shocking is how much better engineered they are just over a few years ago. Like compared to my Supra, like the Supra was a really good handling car. It was like, it was, but this M3 is like glued to the fucking ground. I love it. It's the it's first like it's on track. First nice car that I've ever had in my life. And it's, it's like you turn the wheel and the car just goes. Yeah. It, it doesn't ask questions. It's you, so you connected it to the road. Yeah. Like it's so, it's so like, um, what's the word? I mean, precise, mm -hmm. you know, like the way it handles and moves. Mm -hmm. The Germans are known for their precision. And shit in yes. the mouth videos. They're known for a lot of that, too. What's uh, up with that? Why are the Germans into those uh, scat videos? Germans I mean, and Japanese. I don't, you can't point fingers now with the internet. Everybody's into everything. everything. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. They're just willing to But wasn't it. that the root? I mean, behind every stereotype. Well, they just had an awesome something. word for it. Is that what it was? Scheiser. Scheiser? German That's a Scheiser porn. Right. Wow. Right. And right. who wouldn't like to yell that? Scheiser is shit. That's what it is. Yeah. Scheiser yeah. is shit. They had a good word. I don't know if Scheiser itself is or if that's just an exclamation <laughs> you'd make when you're actually crapping <laughs> on someone. But wow. Yeah. Yeah. Enough that they had to fucking label it. it so often, like, there's one porn when a guy shits in his mouth. Oh, no, no, no. We have a whole category of that. Yeah. What? A guy shits on someone's mouth and huh. there's a category? That's what people are into? Uh, well, where else do you put it on the shelf at the adult video store? You know? Yeah, there is no more of those. They still exist. Do yeah. they exist? I went yeah. to I went to a, a sex shop the other day, uh, just a lube run, stand up, run of the mill. Uh, I, and I feel like we there. should be hearing music. <laughs> why, don't do, you do, just, why don't you just go to Albertsons? People like, were there. Do, do, uh, yeah, do, special do, taste. Do, 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 no, but this guy comes up to the counter and he buys like a, a card. He's like, he's like, I'd like a uh, five dollars in the the booth. And and like a dude went and got a plastic card and they had a whole video adult video arcade back there. And I saw at least ten different people come in in the short time that I was there <sighs> to buy video cards to go in the back and beat off. Wow. Yeah. And maybe there was something way cooler. Maybe there was the glory hole action, or maybe it was a unicorn ride. I don't know what was happening back there. <laughs> like maybe there was some crazy shit going on. My but friend Johnny, God rest his soul, used to go to New York. He's a he's an addict and he used to smoke crack and go to those peep shows. <laughs> That was his thing. When he would smoke crack, he would want to go hide and go to peep shows, to peep shows. hide in those places all day and just give the girl money. He would tell me these horror stories about what kind of women are on the other side, like showing you their asshole. Do you think like girls that are like in those glass boxes, like behind like, you know, like what's that, 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 that hotel where they have a girl in the glass box behind the checkout uh, that's on Sunset? Have you ever seen that? Yes. Um, I know what you're talking about. Do you think standard? That the, Is it the standard? The standard. Yeah. Do you think like that, that that's like the upgraded version of the peep show girls? <laughs> like, oh my God, they like, like they fight with each other. Yeah. I'm working the box at the standard this weekend. It's no For people that don't know what we're talking about, when you go to the standard, as you go into the lobby, the standard hotel in Hollywood has the desk where the, they check you in. And above the desk, there's like a fish tank, like a big fish tank with a woman in it. And she's hot and she's in her underwear and she's reading a book. Or she's checking her email. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. And she's not supposed to interact with you. They don't look at you and smile and wave because that would be so anti-LA. Right. In LA, no one pays attention to you. It's not like she's there to greet you. Like in Vegas, if they're going to hire a hot chick, they'd hire you. Hello. Welcome to the casino. Nice right. to meet you. Do you need help with your bags? Yeah. In LA, she's in her underwear reading her email and you're like looking at her. I was with Doug Benson in Vegas and they had one of the same things, but the girls like were so excited to see Doug Benson. They got out of character and got out of the glass box to take a photo with him. Yeah. <laughs> Powerful Doug Benson. Did that end with Benson Powerful. in the box? Shaking it for people making out yeah. oh, glassy-eyed 
bone him. I love that dude. I'm so jealous and envious of people that can perform while stoned. Listen, you're stoned right now. Stop lying. Allegedly. Stop lying to allegedly. those people. Allegedly. It's all alleged. Stop lying to America. It was. You know, you said something in your in your your Twitter when you were tweeting about coming here mm -hmm. that you were worried about ruining your career. Mm. I thought that was hilarious. Not worried. I was excited by the possibility <laughs> of ruining not my current like I could sorry, I, I could I could get pretty much caught doing whatever I need to on G4. Right. Like it's I mean the audience gets it. You yeah. Know, they're all yeah. young dudes too. Right. But if I I'm on the precipice of either homelessness or potentially legitimizing myself, <laughs> and you know this is this might be a nudge in one direction. You think so, man? I think it's a nudge towards the right direction. No, I, I've always internet. said I've, I have always said that if if I can't say or do something that I want to do, I'm in the wrong business. Yeah. You know, or I'm doing the wrong show. Well, you can do you can direction. back yourself into a corner and not even realize it's happening. You know, you get on a certain show and that certain show wants a certain standard of behavior. Right. I mean, there's a reason why Charlie Sheen is bouncing back like this. He's like a girl that's been molested. You know, a girl that's been molested, they Wait, bounce Charlie back Sheen's in the other victim? way. No, it's not that he's a victim. It's like when you do uh, something that you don't want to do and you have to pretend to be someone oh, who you're not. Yeah. There's like a, there, when you get pushed in one way, there's an elasticity to life and it makes you bounce in the other mm -hmm. way. And it's like, you know, like we were talking to Dana Diarmond and she was talking about our family was like, you know, hey, smoke pot, do whatever you want, but don't drink. So I fucking drink. You know, there's a, you push someone in one direction, you're too controlling in one direction, mm -hmm. they rebel. You know, there's. Nah, agree, agree. And, and, you know, like I said, if, if, if I can't say or do, like, I've absolutely lost endorsement deals. I've lost all sorts of stuff from, I'm not going to say that, I'm not going to do that. And yeah. while it may have cost me short term, I think long term it's the way to go. So if we're talking about Scheiser porn and BMWs, <laughs> so be it. Cheers. It's just a matter of time before there is no more sensors and standards and all that nonsense. Like the internet is pr pretty much kind of squashed a good huge chunk of that shit. You know, I you worry could, you could put your content out. I, yeah, I worry about that ending at some point too. Yeah, me too. I really do, especially yeah. as this the notion of IPTV, internet TV, and we'll get to the Google mm. thing probably at some point. Yeah. But the notion that that the distribution method, the, the the way you're getting the content is going to matter in five years, it's not. So when people turn on the TV and they're watching the internet. There's going to be calls for regulations and clampdowns, just the way there is. Hmm. I mean, you'll still be able to self-distribute always. That will that that avenue will be there to an extent. Well, there's no regulation on cable. You know, cable is not just well, they're the not regulated by the it's FCC. The yeah, yeah. But then if you don't use advertisers, I mean, isn't that what motivates right. it? It's very difficult. It's going to be very difficult to rationalize imposing some sort of standards without something really fucked up happening. And that's what you really have to worry about. And this is fucking tinfoil hat conspiracy theory 101. OK, it sounds uh -huh. absolutely ridiculous. But. If you were the government and you realized that, hey, look, what, are, what have all these uh, rebellions all across the world have in common? Well, they have in common these people organized on the internet right. in a way that was never possible before. Mm, okay, how do we stop that from happening? Well, we have to figure out a way that the internet's evil. And so then well, the I mean, internet gets used for something or blamed for something. And there's some sort of a terrorist attack that was coordinated by the internet. Okay, there is a way around this and you can still enjoy your internet. But now you have to log in. I mean, there's, there's, been, not, there's right. been legislation proposed, the internet kill switch, which people were talking about yes. like mad. And it was actually right before Egypt happened. Right. And then... It's, they actually discussed it right as Egypt was happening, yeah. the, the main revolt. The notion that, oh, it's for your safety, security, there's something going on. This switch is now flipped and there goes your internet. We're, we have no idea how much of crises and, and, and political overthrowing of governors and of, you know, fucking warlords and, and, and mayors. And, and We have no idea how much of this shit is engineered. How much of foreign dictators, they're, they're getting overthrown, is engineered. Yeah. And engineered by the CIA. General Wesley Clark was talking about this there's a video that i was watching i put it on my twitter a couple of days ago but he was talking in 2007 
okay, in detail about the plans that are in place to overthrow dictatorships throughout the world, yeah. including Libya. Yeah, Gaddafi. Was, yeah, one see, of they, them. they were supporting Gaddafi up until that bitter end, and then they said, okay, now we're going to arm the rebels. Yeah. You know, so that they could eventually become Al-Qaeda and hate us as well once they get into power. The whole thing is completely ridiculous. Yeah. But and it's our relation, our, our reputation squandered. It's gone. Wasn't there a point in time? I remember being younger and being told USA number one and yeah. believing that, okay, that's what the world thought. They all aspired. But now? Now we're a bunch of scared old men. A bunch of scared old men that want to keep everybody down. I mean, that's what it seems like. I mean, this, this whole country seems like a bunch of meddling fucks, you know, and when it comes to the rest of the world. If I didn't know, if I wasn't American and I didn't know that, you know, most of of us here are as much victims as the people around the world. It's just not happening to us physically, but we're we're just as taken apart by this machine and pushed into a direction Absolutely. outside of our control. It's not like we want this to happen. The disparity it, between rich and poor in this country is far greater than the disparity of rich and poor in many mis Middle Eastern places. Well, yeah, man, listen, we can't get started on that again. I'll go on an inside job you know, rampage about the, the financial institution. Let's talk about fucking into socks. Well, let's talk sleeves. about anything Let's else. talk about we, Google I TV. I watched uh, Inside Job the other day. Oh, uh, Inside Steven, brutal. have you seen it? Yes. You've seen it? It's mind numbing. It's also brutal. Do you? But what we've what we've done financially is the same thing we're doing, you know, with with other parts of the world as far as like with resources and you know invading countries and and dominating things. We're, we're doing things with no regard whatsoever to the consequences and no regard whatsoever for in how we're we're viewed. And that's the thing about this inside job. All these guys didn't have any problem walking with hundreds of millions of dollars and looking absolutely ridiculous, looking horrible. If they can get away with it, they're going to do it. And it's right. exactly the same shit that's happening thing with America and all the in, in these other world and the other parts of the world. What's going on in Iraq, where no one is mentioning the fact that literally a million people are dead over there. A fucking million people died in Iraq, and we know for a fact there was no real weapons of mass destruction. Right. We know right. for a fact they. I mean, the, just the fact that everybody's like, yeah, 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 whatever. Keep going forward. Like we're not addressing right. that. With no, because we, we, Joe, we have to focus on the important things: killing funding for, uh, you know, Planned Parenthood, yeah. and and early education. Yeah, because we have to do some serious cuts. Yeah, we have to. You know, we can only drop so many billion dollar bombs. Isn't the government like shut down right now? Is there no yeah, government? About to. Is this a part of Armageddon? Is this just one more thing? Like those dolph dolphins died yesterday. I didn't believe it all yesterday. in 2012. I thought like the mines just got lazy and they didn't want to count <laughs> yeah. anymore. They're like, fuck it. All it's right, much more complicated enough. than that. It's, it's way more complicated. Based but I see on the procession now. of the equinox, it's based on the 26 thousand year cycle. But, you know, it doesn't mean that the, it's the end of the world. That's the, the crazy thing is that nowhere in the Mayan calendars does it say the end. Of, it says the end of a long count. It's it's a new era. That doesn't mean anything. I mean, it, it, it could just mean that, you know, generally speaking, humanity, like, develops in cycles. You know? That's what the uh, the Hindus believe, too, the yugas, the whole idea of the yugas, that there are cycles of humanity and that we eventually, just by virtue of our design, we get to a point of laziness and sloth once we have it all down, you know, like we do today. Right. And then eventually it would spiral out of control yeah. and then be the dark ages again. Well, either we're heading towards the dark ages or, like, transhumanism, one of the two. Yeah, or both. Right, fucking you, you hoarding, you know, all the information and in the, the information, yeah, yeah, inside some gigantic electric city where everyone's in some hive mind state. Just call it Zion. Barbarians outside the gate. I mean, you're, you even if you connect to the hive mind. I mean, if there if that does happen, this transhumanism actually does manifest itself. We're still going to have people that are living in Guam. Right. Like how are we going to get them and put chips in them? No, you know? they're going to be used to mine the materials <laughs> necessary to make the chips. That's how that's sure, going to Some of them, but in the Pacific Islands, you're going to go and kidnap them? We're going to enslave them? Is it going to be some Terminator shit? Okay. There's going to be some people I think that are still going to be living old school. Yeah. No matter what you do. I met some of those guys. I met a, a group of ex-Vietnam vets in the Emerald Triangle that are living in Where's a box that? canyon. Uh, Northern California. 
It's a oh, that's uh, where Trinity they, County. That's where they grow all the weed, yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah. So what happened? So I'm up there and I'm chatting with this guy, B.E. Smith, who's an ex-Vietnam vet. Uh, he was the first guy busted by the feds after uh, uh, after it was like legal statewide. Um, and he's growing in a box canyon with like 17 other ex-Vietnam vets. There's only, it's only one road in, one road out. It takes like two hours to drive it. And they all live there in a community growing acres and acres of weed. And are they doing it legit? Are they doing it like on a sneak tip? Dude, it's, it, I've interviewed so many people about this. And even the most legit guys have some shady shit going on. It still <laughs> seems like no matter what loopholes they try to you know pretend they're exploiting or they, we take donations and we're a caregiver. Yeah. Yeah, dude, you have some shady shit in your past. And you have two sets of books like every other dispensary operator out there so don't don't preach holy dude i think you're fucking up the cause here <laughs> no I, throwing I, these guys under the bus here's man a, here's you might not want to go on any camping trips with these dudes <laughs> i i love the cause but i i do not like people there's nothing wrong with wanting to get fucking baked there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with weed what is wrong are people that are co-opting the medicinal marijuana movement and claiming that you know, they're just they're just stoners that are right. trying to make money or like getting loaded and they're pretending it's their medicine right and i'm like you know there's no that's me yeah. Are you are you claiming it's medicine? Oh yeah, it's medicine. I need it. Why why can't you just like to get high? You know, <laughs> I do that too. That, you know? I do that too, but it's medicine. But I'm, I'm seeing all these. But you're right. I, I agree with you. I know what you're saying. I'm going to these conventions and seeing these guys that have like new like oh yeah, sativa Benoit balls. No, it's the coolest medication you'll ever get. It's like you just found out a new way to get rip roaring high right. through your asshole. Don't pretend. Whoa. That uh, sativa Benoit balls I'm is this sure. something you just made up? Yeah, but I'm oh, sure it exists. That would be awesome if, if it was real. If a dot com is available, let's go, Daddy. Right this now. is Belladonna's new video. Right. Sativa Benoit People balls. People find a way to keister everything, right, from champagne yeah. to ecstasy. To I'm sure. There's a video online of a young lady. I think it's her YouTube name is Neuro Soup, and she took DMT up her ass. Yeah. DMT up your ass absorbs directly <clears throat> into the bloodstream. Like like DMT needed to get any harder. I wonder if you could do that if you snort it. I don't know. You know what I think the, the internet's going to happen, like how the government's <clears throat> going to get involved? Instead of doing the kill switch, I almost think that they're going to do what like web hosts have been doing lately, which is, yeah, that used to be the old days web hosts were like unlimited bandwidth, unlimited this, mm-hmm. blah, 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 20 bucks a month. neutrality. Yeah, yeah. And I think the government's just going to release, hey, we have internet too. You don't have to sign up for this internet too, but if you want to, it's like a thousand times faster. And I, but the only mm. you know stipulation is because now web hosts are doing the same thing. It's like, hey, if you yeah. switch to cloud-based servers, you still get everything else, but now you have to pay for RAM. But listen, the way they're going to do that is they're going to they're going to turn the internet you know now into that with net neutrality or the lack thereof. So it's going to be you pay for the internet, you get premium, super fast bandwidth access to the stuff we want you to have access to. How important is the message to people that we need to keep the internet free? It ha- I think most people it's going to be one of the most important debates of our time. I agree. You know? yeah, and the fact that they were trying, like, I thought Google was going to be good on this. I really thought they were going to be the good guy in the fight. And the deal that they did with Verizon and the FCC yeah. is insane. It basically says, listen, your traditional broadband, not going to fuck with it, bro. Net neutrality, you guys are good. Yeah. That wireless spectrum space, we can totally clamp that down. Well, how many people believe wires are in our future? None. It's all going yeah. high speed wireless, and that's the way it's going to be delivered. And they're pretending like you know they're, they're going to totally clamp down on that. So you're going to pay for your internet. It'll probably be provided wirelessly. And then if you want access to really good stuff, so an AT&T and, and pay Bing. More. AT&T and Bing for life, right? <laughs> well, my concern is censorship. My concern isn't just over right. control of bandwidth and stuff like that. My concern, but control of bandwidth is censorship. It is. You're right. You know. You know. Yeah. The ability to disseminate information as quickly as possible is one of the most important parts about it. You mm-hmm. know. I think that eventually um, we're, we're going to have to figure out how much control we're going to allow the government to have over us, because you know, pe- people as a group 
like collectively have to realize that there has never been one thing in human history responsible for more access to information than the internet and it's because of the free nature of it the free you could put up a website right now and and just put up the craziest fucking shit you want right. and people will go to it and then it gets oh hey check this out and virally it spreads there's never been anything like that ever in life except rumors rumors were the only things that have yeah. been spread and like that it took years yeah. to go from one place to the other now it's instantly yeah like the Richard Gear gerbil in the butt rumor right that shit spread over the whole country you know that right. took it took a long ass time for that to happen no pun but, intended. Yeah, no pun intended. But when you talk about... But that's the only thing that, you know, the the internet, anything is just like the Richard Gere gerbil of the right. butt story. Any Literally anything can be. Mm-hmm. Any new item that happens, like literally gets to your Twitter, like almost instantly. Like my Twitter's responsible for like 80% of the shit I read online. It's like someone tweets me stuff, mm-hmm. you know, like, dude, you got to check this out. It's now, and I just retweet it back. It's like people are ch- tweeting me the most fascinating shit. If I lived 30 years ago... This would have never happened. You would have to live in a university town and you'd have to either teach or you'd have to be around students all the time. Or you'd have to be in some sort of a really challenging job where the other people that are around you were like really creative and constantly reviewing information. Right. In order to get this kind of a, this kind of a richness in like what comes in, mm-hmm. you know, we, we're so lucky, man. And yet I'd say, what, 7% of internet users take advantage of that? You know, and that's, yeah. that's the hardest part. And now it's being, it's so convoluted. You have no idea where that information's coming from. Is it remotely reliable? The internet's just a, it's a, it's a, it's also a clusterfuck. It it's is, it is tricky because there was one thing that I read yesterday. It was really fucking, there's a couple that I've read, but there's one about this guy. This is the FBI Freedom of Information Act. Oh, there's, that website where you can go and see all the, yeah, the articles that are up there. I printed this one because it's ridiculous. It's a guy named Guy Hotel, H-O-T-T-E-L, mm-hmm. I believe is his name. And. Yeah, and he put out some fucking Freedom of Information Act thing about UFOs, man. And it's really crazy. But listen to what it says. An investigator for the Air Force stated that three so-called flying saucers had been recovered had been recovered in New Mexico. They were described as being circular in shape with ray centers approximately 50 feet in diameter. Each one was occupied by three bodies of human shape but only three feet tall, dressed in metallic cloth or a very fine texture. Each body was bandaged uh, in a major... It's, it's hard to read that. It's, it's a little bloggy to the blackout suits used by speed flyers and test pilots. This is uh, some pretty crazy shit. I, yeah. I don't know if this is a hoax. I don't know if this is horse shit. Uh, what year was this? It happened in 1940. No, is that Roswell that they're talking about? Or? Yeah. A yeah. Yeah. bunch of midgets out. <laughs> midgets trying to take over the world <laughs> crashing their shit I just don't know if this is horse shit but it is on the FBI fucking yeah. page. It's on the FBI um, if the, it's the, 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 the page on this guy, I mean, all it's saying is that an investigator said, right. This. Someone said something. Yeah. That's someone all said it something. really says. I imagine that if there was, if that was any more concrete of proof, it wouldn't be out there still. It's one of my favorite stories, be. man. The, the Roswell story is one of my favorite stories because it's pretty universal that everyone saw something. And mm-hmm. there's so many people like general Philip Corso and the, the, these, uh, or Admiral, whatever the fuck is 
title is, but um, all these people that were in the military that, that saw things and testified after the fact, and their stories are so similar. You know, and, you know, after like 10, 20, 30 years go by, who the fuck knows what you're really remembering? Right. You know, who the fuck knows? I mean, you, there's you a pick l- up a piece from someone else's story. And yeah. I mean, you talk yours. to OJ Simpson right now. That he guy, didn't do it. he might have some crazy fucking story in his head where he really didn't do it. I mean, who knows? But um, this New Mexico thing to me is fascinating because they printed in the paper that we've recovered a crashed flying disc, mm-hmm. you know, that the Air Force had communicated to the newspaper, we have recovered a UFO. Like, it doesn't mean it wasn't some sort of a Russian thing. It doesn't mean it wasn't... One of their own things. But it also doesn't mean it wasn't a fucking flying saucer. Right. There, you know? Who was, who was saying all this? Like, the, maybe the reporter just, like, asked some dummy that was like, yeah, I saw an alien. No. Um, I could tell you because I have it in the, oh, yeah. in the hallway. Yeah. I have the actual... Uh, thing what, framed paper article yeah because it's, awesome. it's fascinating but no it was uh it was uh, a high level guy and then the next day he had to come out and do a press release and they brought like pieces of uh balloon of weather balloon wreckage and they were saying oh this it was just this <laughs> was, yeah. i used to do a joke about it you know they said what about the aliens oh those were mexicans they were up in the balloon they were drinking some <laughs> shenanigans took place apparently they mistook the balloon for a pinata <laughs> nothing to worry about <laughs> By the way, we've just invented transistors with very little research. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that. that that's that's an, an old, old one. Show. Yeah, oh, I think yeah. That's pretty good. You, never, you don't know that one? No, I didn't. Yeah, that was my um, the crashed UFO that they recovered. Yeah, the Roswell thing. Is that on that was, disc? Yeah, that's on ninety nine. That's to go along with my SETI one. The SETI one is that like takes like three million years for a signal, radial signal, yeah. to reach outside the galaxy. Wow. So you send out, "Hello, is anyone out there?" Three million years later, what? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, that's been Did a while. Did you ever do the SETI search at home where your computer would help analyze data yes. bits that they got back? To try I to thought about it. doing it, but I'm like, you're just going to hog up my fucking computer. Yeah, that's I'm not the using dumbest it. shit ever. I've never and What are you going to do? Listen, if they want to talk to us, they can talk to us, stupid. You know, I mean, that's dumb. You know, the idea that, you know, we need to sit around monitoring some fucking radio spectrum. Mm-hmm. I think that if anything is going to be able to communicate with us from that far away, they're going to be so fucking far advanced. All you'd have to do is be in a different environment where you don't have the threat of asteroidal impact. That's it. That's the big one. Yeah. Asteroidal impact and a stable planet. A planet that, you know, doesn't have all the crazy shit going on that this planet does with super volcanoes and shifting of the polar ice caps and stuff like that. You know, which, you know, we I, know happen. I do get the notion of, of listening, though, for the same way that we might be broadcasting something out. Like, if you're sure. going to roll your dice, yes, there are probably bazillions of light years ahead of us and advanced and intelligent, but at least common denominator, maybe there's another human being species out there that is still broadcasting I Love Lucy episodes and... Hitler's uh, Olympic opening, and you can listen for that. I get that notion. Yeah, I get the notion too. But I feel like if they're going to get to us, they're going to get to us. You right. don't have to be. You know, it just seems like I, I love that uh, woman who uh, the Jodie Foster movie Contact was based on. <sighs> Fascinating. That woman. That woman is really doing that. Mm-hmm. She's really out there in the middle of the fucking desert. I think man. we do, don't we need an alien attack? Like nothing, nothing too drastic to happen, but just a common enemy to unite us all, so we'll realize that we are human beings yeah. and get along. That like, would help. If we could all band together, then we could really research some cool space travel shit. And teleporters yeah. or whatever well, else we need. The most trippy thing would be if we realized that aliens came from not another planet, but, but another dimension. Oh. From here, but in another dimension. That right. They were dimensional travelers. And, you know, the concept of dimensions is pretty fucking squirrely to people. But I always try to explain it 
as if it's a radio. Think of it, life a ra- life is a radio, and we are currently tuned into 97.1. It doesn't mean there's not a 101.1 right down the dial that's just as vibrant. We just haven't tuned into it. Right. We're just not picking up that frequency. That, that's very possible. Isn't that mm-hmm. what they were trying to achieve with the Hadron Collider? Is obviously studying black holes and whatnot, but the, the, the notion that they could control that explosion – like if they built one in space, they could control the explosion, and that explosion would actually be a portal or a wormhole. Well, I don't know about that. I know that the the black hole thing was sort of the, that sort of residual effect of trying to create the Higgs boson particle, mm-hmm. and if what that is is a particle, a theoretical particle that only existed milliseconds after the Big Bang, which is also theoretical. Right. You know, so they're what they're basically doing is seeing what happens in the the extreme conditions of the universe and trying to recreate it. You know, it's a, it's a trippy thing because, you know, the 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 idea is that they're not going to stop with this. The idea is whatever s- findings they learn from the Large Hadron Collider will be applied to the next to thing. the next giant device. Yeah, they build. yeah. I mean, when they first came up with uh, atomic bombs, you know, that was that was the the peak of science. And since then, it's accelerated and gotten bigger and crazier. And there's some shit I'm sure that they're working on right now that we can't even wrap our heads around. Like when you when you when you hear about quantum computing, or you're a computer mm-hmm. guy, you're in, you're a, a big, I'm a geek squad member. You're a geek web <laughs> member. Yeah, you're a bad motherfucker. <laughs> I can fix your modem. When you hear about quantum computing. I have tried to, I've read many papers on quantum computing mm-hmm. and I take a deep breath and I read them again and I take a deep breath and I read them again and I try to wrap my fucking brain around exactly what they're saying, but it's so squirrely. Mm-hmm. It's like, whoa, this is getting awful lot like magic. You know, this is, yeah, whole, but it's, I mean, that's, but it's not magic. That's the beauty exactly. the notion that they're, they're also going to control biology. They're going to r- wrangle cells to do calculations instead of silicon. And creating artificial leaves. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? This is the, the latest thing they've created an artificial leaf that actually has our actual artificial photosynthesis. Wow. That's amazing. Future of power. Anyways. Dude. Yeah. The future I mean, I of love power. That, I love that. You know, I thought disasters in not to bring this to a much lighter note, but I thought disasters in Japan would lead to a, a finally intelligent adult conversation, although I hate the term adult conversation, about energy in this country. I thought maybe it would get us to solar and looking into photosynthesis and all that stuff, and it no. hasn't You know what all. it's done? It's done, started a, a scare fucking uh, scare tsunami. You know, this whole country is terrified. In Orange County, there's a fault line and there's a nuclear power plant right there. What happens then? That's what everybody's freaking out about. It's fine to be scared by nuclear energy. That's great. But channel that paranoia into creating positive technologies instead of relying on coal and deep sea drilling. See, that would require enlightenment. Ah. And we are children. Human beings are as childish as we are allowed to be. You know, and I, I, I see that every day. I see that in having kids. I see that in just in human being and lazy behavior. People are as childish and indulgent as they have to be and that's why we're so fascinating when we hear about some Amazon tribe that goes out and gets their own fucking water with you know hollowed out coconuts and you know they fucking shoot monkeys with spear guns and that's what they eat you know like you you read about that and you go whoa how resourceful like what a, a grind they're putting like there's no room for laziness in that culture like mm-hmm. these motherfuckers are out there doing it because we know what's possible with human beings but we also know how we are inclined to sloth you know, it's like, it's so easy for people to just be like, who cares about Japan? They're a bunch of faggots. You know, it's so easy. It's so easy to think like that. I'm sorry. I was just, I, I, I half listened. I was watching a video of a guy squat on a mason jar and it popped in his ass. Uh, what were you saying about? What were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's the most disturbing thing I think I've ever one seen. Guy, on. The one, one guy, one jar. Yeah. Love it. Right up there with Mr. Hands. It's right up there. <laughs> um, have we touched on, uh, uh, well, you, you mentioned something earlier that I wanted to get back to about, 
what will we as a society society accept from our government in terms of control when yeah. will we revolt and all that stuff and i'm still amazed every damn flight i take when i look at the tsa procedures and i see people just standing in those x-ray boxes and just filling their bodies with gamma rays to prove that they're not a terrorist what do you do do you do you offer I opt a pat out. down no i opt out really yeah you get a pat down every yeah, time absolutely wow absolutely and they, there was just a study recently that they have to retest a whole bunch of machines because it was like 47 percent was the number more radiation was coming out per machine than what they estimated i don't I need th- some dude getting a fucking image of myself on some box that he could send around oh, i don't you, go, you know and you i don't got a little dick don't be lying huh <laughs> I, I would i would never lie i i if i were if i were hung any better i would be in jail because i would show it off every five nice. seconds and i, I like just the way you think yeah, yeah. i like the way you think constantly constantly depressed at the sad state of affairs down there there was a guy with a micro penis that i got in an argument with about male feminism yeah and uh long story but the point is that you know it's it's become like a point of debate where like some guys have been upset at me like what is your your issue with male feminism my issue is the same thing as women that are masculinisms you know or masculinists rather you, you know you mean? i mean any women who's only into men like men power and manpower like, well, right. or or even into it to the point where you're promoting it just promote equality amongst human beings as far as the way we treat each other but there's something creepy about male, fe- male feminists. And that's why I wanted you to pull up that video, Brian. And I tweeted this yesterday. It's by these guys that call themselves the conscious men, okay? And it is like a, an apology and a, like a, a manifesto. I'll, I'll read the description. What, an apology on behalf of men or an beho- apology to women? Like, Apology to women okay. and on behalf of men to women because they are conscious and they were trying to get in touch with their femininity. They are, I've never seen a bigger group of what look like date rapists and creeps and, and just annoying fucking weak ass bitches. Have you been to Comic-Con? No, I haven't. Okay. Is it different? No, just... Is it worse? Watch this though. You must see this. See this yeah. You have to see this. For, for, for folks living, living. Don't listen to me, no matter what I say. Listen, even if you agree with me, I'm an idiot. Listen, listen we to this. We stand before you today as men committed to becoming more conscious in every way. We feel deep love, great respect, and a growing By the way, the man talking, his name is Gay Hendricks. We also feel deep Gay. sorrow about the destructive actions of the unconscious masculine in the past and present. We want to apologize and make amends for those actions today so that we can move forward together into a new era of Are they peeing on a spoon? What is <laughs> that sound in the background? You know what that is? That's a fountain, bro. They're calm. They're enlightened. Why well, listen to the music? Listen to this. In me, in you, and in all of life. I know that we all have access to the full spectrum of these energies. If you see this guy, you realize how fucking creepy also, this sounds. This has got to be a viral for Skittles. All dualities. <laughs> I admit it. I can only think about Kevin Ripon and Livingman Munn at I part with his big dick. This was the music I'd play when we were doing that. Look at these guys. <laughs> Look at these guys. I know that in order to truly honor you as a multidimensional woman, <laughs> I must stand fully present with oh. myself and own the gifts I have I to bought drugs from him. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Look at this guy. Rapist. By nurturing each other in a conscious way. Oh, wow. Clearly. Look at his eyes. Yeah, he's got an ankle bracelet or two. Respect. And by worshipping the divinity expressed in the masculine and the feminine energies. That guy's full of shit. That guy's just yeah, looking for pussy. Look at his little smile at the end. Has often been unconscious. I feel sorry. These all look like that people that went to a camp to pray their gay away. So <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like that. <laughs> <laughs> you see that stare in the eyes? They all just... 
<laughs> this guy's reformed. He's totally into pussy now. Yeah. What? Whoa, the, what? The, is yeah. that from Wicker Man? It's a woman burning at the stake. <laughs> They're showing <laughs> a woman burning. It's like life. women oh burning God. at the cross. Here's what you don't understand, fucko. That that burning at the cross thing was explained. Relegated you to subservient chores. Force you to hide your faces and even cut off your organs of sexual pleasure. Well, that I. I kind of I mean, yeah, I'm We're getting a little extreme, though. But I'm yeah. aware of the forces of the unconscious masculine psyche. Pouty lips. Threatened by he can't this wait. guy does not have a masculine psyche. Many yeah. of the men who have oppressed... He has this guy's masculine psyche in his mouth. <laughs> Among the living, many men may not be able to apologize because they remain shackled in a prison of anger, fear, and shame. You're a shitty poet, dude. On behalf of my gender, what? I apologize to you. Don't you say shit on my behalf. I know. When we were angry, scared, and in the grip of destructive forces in our psyche. I choose to no longer contribute to those forces. But now, I just, nor this room smells like it's wood paneled and stained with tears and blood now. It smells like faggotry. It's not good. Is that the poker player guy? Of <laughs> Is this the most ridiculous shit ever? Yeah, so what? A thousand years have been mainly founded by this guy. and propagated by men. We've often acted as oh if we God, had the last word on God and the spiritual life. And all we have really Does this end with an invite Black to guy. Wow. This has got to end with an as invite to a drum circle. Look at this guy. Contest. He just got done selling meth. <laughs> and inclusive spirituality. Whoa! So <laughs> commit now to honoring the spirituality and the divine feminines. I honor your deep connection Whoa. to the earth. Oh. Alright, so I have an innie now. Was that the point? All these guys, <laughs> my dick just crawled back into my stomach All these guys are willing to roofie you. Domination. We mistakenly believed that expansion would protect us from encroachment. And in the process, we violated <sighs> the sanctity of the earth. Okay, stop it. It's natural I can't even watch it. Right. Look. I understand that they have good intentions, and I'm sure they're not really rapists. But you got to understand, folks, you're all what we would classify as weak-ass bitches. And that's why you're feeling this way. And that's why you're feeling like you need to go out and save the world and make these women. Look, women are going to be fine. Yes, but what are we they should doing all be exactly? nice to women. What are Absolutely. they doing other than making YouTube videos? They're trying to look cool. They're trying to, they're, they're trying to get really broken women to like them. <laughs> you know, the kind of women that, like, they can't attract them. They're not interesting. They're probably not successful. They're not intelligent. They're not swole. They're not sexually attractive. They probably have nothing going on. No Those fucking sense of humor. Those guys have a mistress that puts them in a diaper in a cage and whip them. I don't even think they the have that. That would be too exciting. They have less than that. and they. I, I think, think they have that. I think they pay for that. Really? Out the nose. I think you're just fucking speculating at this point. Well, aren't we all? <laughs> That's what the world is, right? <laughs> Let's speculate away. But what they are is weak-ass bitches, and we don't need that. What they, those men need is steaks and squats and boot camp and, 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 and someone who gets them a fucking interest. Get whatever the fuck it is, man. So let's make an apology video yeah. on, on behalf of men for them. <laughs> yeah, we that should. Would be That's hilarious. what it should be. We should. Dear weak-ass bitches of the world. Shit. Dear women. Dear women who have been you know, compromised by these knuckleheads that try to pretend that men aren't men and women aren't women and there's some sort of a, a hybrid that you can be where you can appeal to the women and embrace your feminine energy. Dear Dude, women, what I'm sorry you've had a crate and barrel magazine humping douchebag to walk over <laughs> your whole life, but I promise... I will waltz into your bedroom, yeah. choke you during climax, and probably spit in your mouth. If you can't gorilla fuck a chick, you better know some poetry. And that's the reality. You better know how to write some shit down and make it rhyme. You better know what kind of flower she likes. You better be good at massages. And if you're lucky, she'll like, uh, 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 and she'll probably barely be wet. She'll lay there like a really, bag of yeah. sand. She's and not really into you, dude. Cook her salmon. But her trainer might fuck the shit out of her. Oh, I'll tell you that. Her stop. trainer might fuck oh. her in a parking lot, man. He no. might just whip out his fucking hog in a parking lot. Parking lot. 
You never know, man. Right on the Pilates machine. You know why? Here's why. You ready? Are you ready? We're animals, okay? We're not perfect. Yeah, we're evolving. Yeah, it's, it's the ideal is great. Be, be, be nice to people. That's all good. But here's what you also have to do. You got to be a fucking man. If you want women to like you, you got to be a man. That's why you don't like dykes. Why do you not like dykes? Because they're, they're weird. It's not like they're not being, they're not being a woman. It's not, it's not, even though she's a woman, what's not sexy about it? Well, there's some weird thing there. She's acting like a man. Well, guess what, fuckhead? Women think the same way about men who act like women. All right? Men want women. Women want men. It's really that goddamn simple. You can't be some fucking hybrid to fill in the gaps and, and take, you can't actually. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. Yeah. I mean, who am I to tell you? But, you know, you're just going to get... Science has evolved to where you can, you can actually create the gap for yourself. You, you can't live Chastity right Bono. You can do it. She's a man now. I just got to tell... I thought it was the girlfriend telling me to shut the fuck up, and she said, right on. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> Dude, she sent you a text? Oh, yeah, she texted me. Shit. Nice. Oh, no, I love that. How long have you been dating that. your girl? Uh, I think officially about two years now. Two Cue years. the pimp music. So you never dated Olivia Mumm. You were dating the whole time <laughs> another girl. What did you call Olivia? He's got mun dicks in his mouth. <laughs> were you in that apology video? I think a lot of the, I think a lot of the internet always uh, was kind of jealous of you. No, we never dated. You I never mean, dated. No. Never messed around. Never did. Oh, that's a, that's a distinctly different thing. Oh, okay. That, that, if I you want to have, you're pretty lucky to. to you can't. You cannot mix. You yeah, cannot mix those okay. worlds. You, you got to treat them like they're your sisters, man. And that's. I've never had a sister, and I. I swear to God, by the end of that run, I was like, I know exactly what it's like to have a sister. Yeah, I absolutely felt that way. What does she smell like? Um, <laughs> Vaginas. Yeah. And flowers. Yeah, dreams. Wishes. <laughs> burnt salmon. Uh, <laughs> Burnt nah, salmon. But you've been uh, really successful over at G4. They, you, that that whole network pretty much centers around a couple people, you and the and, and the uh, extended play people or whatever it's called nowadays. But uh, uh, how did you even fall into that? Because, I mean, when I first moved to California, mm -hmm. I had no friends, zero friends. And it was when uh, the screensavers just moved to L.A. and pretty much – I had nothing to do. I had no friends, so I would just go to live tapings all the time, just yeah. for fun. Because I, I was, that was a huge a cool nerd. Vibe, man. Yeah, that was a cool show. Yeah, so I got to hang out with like you know the Kevin Rose and Yoshi and all them, and and I, I, I it was my, my the only thing I did. Yeah. And uh, how did you? You were kind of looked at as the bad guy, I guess. Yeah, like, from it, the tech TV side of things, we were. Uh, I was somehow lumped into the evil empire that came and absorbed this network and. And explain to everybody who doesn't know the history. Uh, all right. Uh, so there was uh, a network called Tech TV based out of San Francisco, which I was a huge fan of. Super nerdy. And that nerdy was the screensavers. I used screen to watch savers, that. Call for Help. And uh, what was the dude with the white hair that would review games? Leo. No, you're talking no. Uh, Adam, oh, Adam Sessler. Sessler. Adam Sessler? Adam Sessler. Yes. Yeah, he's yes. still on G4. He's on yeah. X-Play. Oh, okay. Our, cool. our game show. And Megan. But there was this weird uh, sort of uh, buyout of tech TV. It wasn't like some hostile takeover or anything like that. And and unfortunately, I, I think that at the time, the merger was mismanaged. It was sort of like, well, I think network interests were buying distribution and not buying content. And that was the problem. And so it was just sort of like, OK, we have all this distribution now. Let's just merge these networks and we'll figure it out and let it fly. And so unfortunately, I got stuck in a situation where they were transitioning a show that I loved, The Screensavers, into this other show without thinking that the audience might not like that. You, know, oh, you turn on the dial one day and it's the same time, the same kind of program, kind of. but it's a different name with, with, with some, of the, some of the nerdiest stuff stripped out and all that stuff. And, oh. and so it, it got a lot of bad blood, which unfortunately still exists today on the internet. Like I get it. I always tell people when I meet them that we're tech TV fans, they go like, screensavers. I go, listen, dude, I love that show too. You know, and 
I hope that people realize now it is a different show. And unfortunately, the transition was rough and awkward, and I still take lumps for it all the time when I go out. What are they but, upset about the most? Like the, you said, that the geekier elements were yeah, taken uh, away. Like what? They what? took away everybody. All the all the people that we like. One of the coolest things is that uh, before it all happened, the screensavers used to have webcams. They just put all webcams in. And the day it happened, Alex put on uh, this image, which is uh, Alex saying yeah. goodbye, everyone. Yeah. And and it, it pretty much everyone on the internet found out about it first. What's crazy is though, I had the same hat as him and the same shirt as him so i put uh, put uh, i put tss is canceled under it and i had the same outfit and same hat on there and and that got around the internet so everyone thought at first the screensaver was canceled and stuff like that and you uh, just do that as a scam or did you really as a troll as a troll and then and then you don't know how fucked up this guy is let me let me tell you one of the things he did he he owned he owned pepsispice.com okay when pepsi spice came out pepsi spice was like this innovative new beverage yeah. It's Pepsi, but it's spicy. Well, this asshole found out that Pepsi Spice hadn't gotten they their own domain. domain. They didn't secure the domain. So Brian starts a daily blog on Pepsi Spice about going on a Pepsi Spice only diet. And he, he, he starts. only allowed to drink Pepsi Spice. Only and just deteriorate your and body. Just yeah, fucking, just it's <laughs> fucking horrible. Tell people what yeah, it is. Is it still up anywhere? Uh, no, I took it down because I was Pepsi. So they were going to sue me or something <laughs> like that. But, but so it, 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 it lasted. I said in 30 days i'm only going to have pepsi spice so it started off where you know the first couple of days i'm like i'm really hungry but you know whatever then it became like i started getting like open sores i was fucking pissing blood and then it got to yeah. bad where oh, I was my like, dick is falling off yeah, I, was, I was losing like 10 pounds a day or something like by that by the way this is like 2000 right yeah this, when was this, this? this was a while ago it, a no, long time ago yeah, it was probably like 2004 or something like that. was it 2004 were you here were you yeah, yeah here? i was here it was the okay, first when, so was when i had nothing to do except go to the screensavers no, thank you. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll get it on. But, but what's crazy is that I even had radio interviews. They interviewed me on radio stations because they thought it was real. And then it started. Pepsi started getting contacted me saying, you know, they're threatening <laughs> me. So I had to kind of – I made my character die, and I took it down. But uh, you can find it still on Google Cash and stuff. But you know the other how, thing. Well, is, how does that work? What does Google Cache work? Google Cache is kind of like what's you know RSS feeds. They they grab your website. Uh, well, it's not like an RSS feed. They go out and they crawl yeah, your site, they whether crawl. you put it out there or not. Yeah. And so Save when it. they crawl your pages, looking for keywords and images or whatever, they're caching all that shit. They're yeah. saving. So the they basically internet. have the whole internet saved. Kind to, of. To an extent, yeah, yeah. They really kind of do. A lot of broken images though, but I, sure. But the, yeah, definitely. Have you done the Internet Wayback Machine? Yeah, that's, like, what, that's Internet Archive. Yeah, Internet Archive. Yeah, the Wayback yeah. Machine is so fun. You can go. How does that work? It, it, it saves kind of the thing based off the cache. It saves snapshots of sites. There's broken images and whatnot, but you can go back and look at Yahoo back in the day. If you had wow. an old website, you can go back and look at it. Like yeah, it's I, so, to, I had a website God. in 98. That was my first website. Thank God YouTube wasn't yeah, around when I was 10 years old. Your old website's on there. Yeah, me too. It your is? old website's on there. But this is a question I wanted to ask you because oh, you sure. used to work with Laura Foy. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, I was, I was her PA. Laura who? Slash Laura Foy. Who's that? Uh, really hot blonde chick that used to be on a really cool show with uh, I can't Scott Rubin and yes. Tina Wood. It's yeah. called G4TV.com. Scott Rubin does this live. Anyways, she forgot uh, one day that her webcam, it's like right when they put on webcams. So I caught her all these times just sucking her thumb and she didn't know the webcam was on. Is this Whoa. something that she like openly did around the office? Because I, I even got photos of her when uh, uh, she found out that she, the webcam was what on. What you're supposed she, to do, dude. <laughs> What you're supposed to do, dude, is not let that out and find her and put honey on your dick. 
What That's you, what you're supposed to do. Do you remember what I don't think I don't I think Foy would rather have the, the thumb sucking photos online yeah. than, than suck honey off a member personally. Oh yeah. You don't know that. She might be really into that. <laughs> I'd be man. willing to put money on it actually. Oh you're so wrong. I guarantee you she's let's, a freak. She's sucking her thumb theory. in front of a webcam? Come on, dude. She's hoping the FBI's tuning into that. She's sending that message. When you're sitting there sucking thumb, you're sucking a cock, okay? If you're not three, you're sucking a cock. Remember when Kat Swartz put out uh, a bunch of photos and then somebody learned about the thumbnail oh, being man, saved in that Photoshop? Was so that what, was, is, what are you talking about? Who's Kat Swartz? Kat Swartz used to be also on uh, uh, the screensavers. Was she did, like, Playboy Also, or like, I personally signed pink slips or some shit. No, that no, was, no. Did you see that right there? I didn't see that. She used to also be Someone's on, a little like sensitive. It's my fault. He's a little sensitive. Oh, oh, yeah, he is very sensitive. I just know what I meant. You are reacting to all the vile from the internet. <laughs> I'm actually pretty good friends with, uh, or uh, I'm friends with Kat and her uh, baby's daddy and everything. The baby's daddy works for South Park, and that's how. Is I'm she South the girl Park. that was on? She did Playboy or something? No, no, no. This is the, what she did. She she released some photos of uh, herself, like model photos, and they were not not just nude. No, not artsy nude. photos taken right. by a friend. But what happens is like uh, when you put in Photoshop, it saves like a thumbnail of the photo, like inside like the information of like the, the data inside the photo. Like the, like each photo has data in it. Like a lot of times it has GPS information or it has, you know, what like, camera it was taken on with the settings where there's extra right. data in addition right. to just the image. Yeah. So they, uh, she cropped it before she put it on the internet, but what it saved the original as a thumbnail. So when she released all these photos, people found out if they opened it up in Photoshop, the preview showed the full original photo of her naked. And so there was all these photos of cat naked which was awesome for her. it kind of like paris hilton's her yeah. career but and they were not some of them were not the most flattering of, yeah. so explain uh, this to me again what what happens is the original images were naked well, it was like photoshop had a, them photoshop had a feature where you could like publish a web gallery you know publish it directly to the web i think right. it's, the, it's been yeah. a long while but right. i think that's how the story went so it actually published layers that were shut off and she had cropped one and again like the thumbnail was sort of saved of the full image even though she cropped it within the program right oh so, so how would they access it they opened it up and Photoshop to look at it and the information transferred over in Photoshop oh, so you could yeah. see the preview. And so then she just pretty much leaked all these naked photos. She should sue the fuck out of Photoshop for her own ignorance. Yeah, I mean, she, <laughs> it, it, it benefited her. It benefited it, it, her. Yeah, right. there, was also, there was a program that would look at people's photo bucket accounts back in the day and then pr procedurally change the file names looking for files that were sort of hidden right. or, or not publicized. And so many girls had private photos that they were storing or sending to their, right. their long-distance boyfriends exposed just by crawling that. There were so many cool things back in the day when the internet was still, like, people were still figuring when out. When the like, barrier to entry was high, yeah. the internet was fucking dope. Like, yeah. I'll never forget the bulletin board days where you had to, like, know how to do a dial-out telex program and call some shady dude's computer in a basement who was hosting porn and wears games and all that stuff. We, we were talking about That's all well and good, but it's way better today. That's all nonsense. Well, kind of. We, we, we were it's it's very nostalgic to go back to those bulletin board days on a yeah. 14 for Mona. Awesome, it was Pavlovian. Pavlovian. I would hear those noises and immediately get erect. Yeah. I knew that meant porn was coming. Right. Do, do, do. Remember, we were talking about Wetrix, how we were do, both Dreamcast do, fans, but remember no, going on like yeah. AOL's message boards and stuff and getting all, like every single video game possible burnt onto a disc. And that I was the, IRC for that. It was the best for Dreamcast. You ever games. go into IRC rooms? That's yes. where the real creepy shit's going. Yeah, well, Still. I used to be a big Quake player, so I used to get on the IRC all the time. Were you time. in the room when they released Q-Test 1? Yeah. Well, no, that was uh, Quake 1. I wasn't yeah. Quake 1. Oh, okay. I came in at Quake, Quake 2. 2. 
Yeah, and I followed it through Quake 3 and into Quake 4. Quake 4 is when I really had to stop and grow up. Now it's like Quake Arena <laughs> on a web browser. And... Yeah, Quake Arena is a shit. All of it is fucking fun as hell, man. But it's all it's just super time-consuming. We've talked about it a hundred times on this podcast. It's for the so. drinking game. Yeah. Quake, 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 yeah. Quake, Quake, Quake. Ha ha. Uh, we're blacking out. Someone's yeah, you're drunk now, bitches. <laughs> we mentioned Quake. Next thing you know... So Google TV, dude. Is yeah, that tell me time? about yes. Please. You need to get in on it. Explain me this. It's amazing. So we were in the the kitchen. You popped us up, and I made you stop talking because I'm like, this is too good. Threat me with a butter knife. I'm like, and I said, you okay. have to stop. We so, need to talk about this on the podcast. Uh, Google is going to try to own the living room, and it's going to be them, Apple, potentially Comcast, Time Warner, and a few others that are really going to be making the play for being the gateway to media. And Google is Google's crushing it right now. Basically, Google TV, you can buy. I have the Logitech review box. And it has an HDMI pass-through. What does that mean? That means if you have a cable box or a satellite box, you connect that. Instead of going directly to the TV or receiver, you plug that into the Logitech box. Right. Then that goes to your TV. And what that, it does, what that does, which no other box really does, is gives you ability to layer information on top of your TV. All these other boxes, you've got to switch to another input, and you lose the TV side of things, and it's a different experience. And then you go back to your TV. Right. This one, at any given time, you have an argument about... Oh, what was that actor in that went? Boom, you hit a, the search button on your iPhone, your Android phone, or the keyboard. Type it in. There's IMDb up and running while your stuff's in a picture-in-picture window. You want access to podcasts and video casts? You hit the home button. Go to their spotlight. Uh, there's actually a, a, a website that's doing an app where you watch models go down a runway, and it tells you about like the fashion they're wearing. And if you want, you cl- press OK, and it pulls up the website. While the video's still going, wow. you can order it right from there. Wow, on your TV? On your TV. And it's got a full web. The box is a little underpowered. It's like a little netbook in there. It's a little underpowered. But this, as a step one, is fucking is there, amazing. Is there, is there one that's coming out soon that's the, a better one? Or is I, there a hot, better Google TV than the other? Like, is the Sony uh, one the best? I, I think or? the Logitech is a little better than the Sony because of the remotes and the, and the apps themselves. Right. But as long as content providers don't completely fuck this platform over, which they're trying to do left and right because they're also scared, it will be amazing. How are they trying to fuck it over? By blocking their content. Who's, yeah. doing, so basically, who's doing this? Uh, I don't know if I can name names. But name names. I, let's boycott. Let's start a fucking revolution, I, Kevin. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I wanted to watch a South Park episode the other day, and I went and pulled up South Park's website. And now, again, if I had my laptop, I could pull it up right there and watch the full high-def South Park episode, sit through commercials or whatever, be right, right there. When I tried to pull it up on my TV, it popped up and said, oh... You're trying to access this from a Google TV device. Oh. Sorry. Wait, is that Comcast? You're blocked or? right now. No, that's it was South Park. So South I think Park. that's Viacom. I think I'm Viacom. safe to make fun of them. Right. Um, so but it Viacom also did that with Hulu blocks content. it. So does Hulu, which is fucking frustrating. Oh, that's so annoying. Because the same ads that their 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 worry is that you know what the Google experience is too good. You're sitting on your couch and this content that's for free on the internet is easily accessible. And I go well. It's the same ads and the same content that I'd have if I turned over here. If you had a Mac Mini hooked and, up your yeah, TV. So and use my laptop or use my whatever. Someone over there is not getting it. You know, I'm willing to sit through the ad. I'm willing to, to make it worth your while. It's like when I try to go watch a movie these days. I don't know if you – like I tried to legally acquire content now. I actually tried it the other day. I wanted to watch Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. So I checked my Xbox. I checked my video on demand. I checked the Sony network. I checked Netflix. I checked Amazon. I went through service after service and finally said, fuck it. I went and looked at BitTorrent. There was the, the high-def rip. There was the Blu-ray rip with all the extras. I clicked, and an hour later, I'm watching it on my TV. Yeah. I tried to give somebody money for that movie it's never and was unable to. Same shit so happened to me the other two. It's basically the old guard that hasn't really accepted the new technology. Yeah, that it's this it new thing, and they're scared of it. And, I mean, and, Jurassic Park, that's ridiculous. Well, I mean, that's why I'm like, Jurassic Park, that should be on Netflix streaming. Should be on that should have yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that should be everywhere. But it's, it's incredible. When you they, get Google TV, man, it will it will surprise you. It's that good. Wow. It's really that good. And it's, it's very got, frustrating that people are blocking content, though. Super frustrating. I mean, look, there's ways around it, but... Is there a, um, a, a reason? Do they have a legitimate argument? 
Well, is, there a, is there a Bill Burr RSS feed <laughs> interaction in here? No, what there's it? nothing that makes sense, just like no. that argument. Um, the, the, they're worried that, again, the experience is too good. We can't just give that content away. How can we charge extra for that content? Like Hulu says mm. they're working with Google. They're going to try to charge for Hulu Plus on the Google TV or something like that. Oh. See, that's fucking... So it's, huh. it's nickel and diming left. So you'd have right. to pay for Google TV? Do you have a, Is it a subscription-based service or no. is it free? See, that's the beauty of Google TV is free. Oh, Google itself is free. Is terrifying. And it's man. a great overlay. If we too. really found out that, Google, that artificial intelligence actually does exist and what it is is Google and that Google figured out a way to fucking program the universe and own everything. I mean, it's so weird. I use a Google Chrome browser. I use... Gmail. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. It's going to be Apple and Google, and wow. that's that's going to be the big the big fight for all of your data and all your media access and all your management. Maybe Google, Amazon, what but the fuck, man. it's going to be right in there. Did you see the the Onion bit about Facebook being created by the CIA as a data mining tool? <laughs> no, fucking brilliant. That's funny. They basically said that you know Facebook was launched as a secret program and it took off widely successful. They never imagined that citizens would give up all their photos, their uh, likes, their dislikes, their yeah, where yes, they are, their check-ins, check-outs. It's like, imagine, <sighs> forget Google, that's the data set that's scary as or, shit. What's that Google long, longitude or whatever where it just tracks you all yeah. day? That's even worse to me. Street that's view. Like, yeah. We were talking or, about street log- view. Longitude. Yeah. You know what that is? What is that? That's where your phone pretty much sell- tells, tells your friends where tell you are. Exactly where you are. You could track your girlfriend exactly driving down the street. Yeah. You, and it's just sending it to Google. It's it's a great idea, right? It's weird. It's weird how it's just creeping up on us. If it leads to better ads in my email, cool. But it's just amazing how fucking ambitious Google is. They're so ambitious. I mean, do this and the browser. And And cars that drive themselves. Aren't they working on an operating system? But they already have Chromium. It's based on Chrome, yeah. Yeah. And Honeycomb for tablets, which is going to be awesome. Like, it's a... Their operating system is available right now. You can download Chromium for certain uh, netbooks. You can hack it right now. Have you tried it? Yeah, it's not not where it needs to be net. The idea is that in the future, cloud computing is going to lead to – I mean, we're going to laugh at the fact that this has a processor, that has a processor, that computer behind you has RAM and and chips in it. We're going to laugh at that. What a waste of resources. It's going to be – Oh, yeah. Your phone's going to be streaming, Basically, yeah. Basically, all you need is is whatever technology needs to happen to stream a high-def signal at 60 or 30 to 60 frames a second to whatever device there is. Yes. So the idea is that in the future, you'll just have a screen or you'll walk into a hotel, you'll sit at a terminal, you'll punch in your info or it'll scan your retina or you'll pee in a cup, however they'll do it, <laughs> and all of a sudden your desktop appears like that. All of your shit's on it. You leave, you pick up your phone, your desktop appears yeah. on it. Like that's, that's the future of cloud computing. Everything's going to be stored and processed in servers that we don't see because it'll be beamed quick enough and it already exists today. And Phantom's going to bring it to you. Phantom. Phantom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, that was a vaporware console. But like, if you look at OnLive, which is a gaming service, it's not quite there yet. But the idea is that you buy one box. Well, did you guys just geek the fuck out? Shit. Yeah. You yeah. did, right? Phantom was. I just a, want to check. Phantom was supposed to be a, a console that would sit in your living room and pull games out of the cloud, essentially, and you'd never have to buy a disc or whatever, and you could play from the comfort of your couch. And it's like streaming video games. Yeah. And which, it was fast enough, supposedly, to be able to play where there's no drop in frame rate, right. where you could actually, you know. Huh. And that was all bullshit. That was yeah. all a money laundering scheme. Some subdued could crash Ferraris yeah, down to Panda Canyon or whatever. Oh, is that guy? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I but remember that. There's a company called OnLive that is one of many. There's another app I called Gaiku. That Gaipu. was pretty legit. We used it the other day, and it's like it's got its hiccups. But imagine when you log in a service, you'd see thousands of windows streaming Call of Duty and streaming uh, Gears of War and all this stuff, and you can go and click on it and those are actually people playing live wow. and you're spectating all their games and they're all streaming in real time wow. and then if you want to play the game they're playing you press a button it pulls you out of it and launches you right into that game wow that exists today now it's not 
a five out of five just yet. What is it now? Four, three? Probably two. a three, two or three. I think is what we gave it. But, wow. But the promise is there. So that's what Google's trying to do with Chromium. They're trying to make this operating system where you don't store shit locally. It's all Google Docs and Google Paint and Google <sighs> Image Video Editor and all that shit. It's all going to live in the cloud. They're and so you'll just ambitious. Pay for that. It's so creepy. They're right. They're you absolutely know, right on that one. You know, the, like Microsoft always creeped me out too. Bill Gates always creeped me out. Like any, anyone who's that ambitious, they're, they're trying that hard. Like, come on, man. What's going on? Was that, was that, why does that creep you out? I don't know. Because they have so much, they have I so mean, many different products and they're so successful. You're very ambitious. You're no, no, no not, not in that way. I don't want to control anybody else's information. You know, the thing that always bugs me, like here's a perfect example, uh, like the iPad, like or the iPhone. Exact. I made I made a video a long time ago where it pretty much broke down like one of the two i i iPhones, and you guys actually played it on your show. Where it, remember when I had the I'm an old iPhone and I'm an old cell phone from three years ago, and yeah. it was like I yeah, have a camera. You and did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a pretty big video and stuff like that. But it's it's it was based on basic things like the iPad, where the first iPad didn't have a camera, the second one has. A camera and right. stuff like that there's so many things like do you think uh, that apple is actually doing that on purpose is that a part yeah. of their market totally absolutely i mean they, they'll do the research and do enough focus groups to find out what features they have to include to make it amazing palatable magical revolutionary whatever yeah it's like, and then they'll go okay the next version will have all these things just like when this launched without picture messaging and all sorts of right. stuff yeah and like we they know what the consumer is willing to put up with especially those early adopters that picture messaging thing was bullshit Ty typing in the code that yeah. was the most ridiculous thing ever right. and then you'd get like you go, go to, to at&t wireless dot whatever and put in this login and this pass and it was a tiny ass little image too it wasn't the full image it was ridiculous yeah. what's, what's ridiculous to me and not to get on a nerdy rant but that's all i really have to offer this world is the fucking fact that if let's say I have Verizon and I'm paying 40 bucks a month for their data plan and AT&T is no better and then if I want to tether that phone to my laptop to use this as a modem mm -hmm. I got to pay an extra fee yeah. but it still eats away at the bandwidth that I'm paying 40 bucks for right. is that because uh, the FCC and senators don't realize that it's all the same bandwidth no, I think it's Verizon making money. Well, yeah, of course. Ver Verizon's I mean, kind of shitty with their fucking... Can't we get that changed? AT&T does the same. They charge you extra to tether, but it's the same bandwidth that I'm paying monthly for. Verizon is shitty. screwed to use that. Their data service is not very good. I had an AT&T phone, of iPhone, and then I got a Verizon iPhone recently. Mm -hmm. And one thing I noticed is that I'll have a full 3G signal on Verizon, and then I'll start downloading something, like an app or something, and it'll kick off 3G. AT&T data is better than, than Verizon. Yeah. Well, have you seen their LTE network? Long-term evolution? No. That shit is fast. Faster. Yeah, that's like, new, like it's right? Yeah, it's but wireless. Where is it? That have it. Um, Verizon's is out. No, but I mean sort of where? Oh. Can you get it everywhere? Uh, I don't know about here. You can get it in Los Angeles. Yeah, is it pretty spotty. pretty common? Spotty? Spotty. spotty. Yeah. spotty. That's that by the end of the HTC year. HTC Thunderbolt has that, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That looks pretty badass. It's fat. I mean, like we, we were – even in our little studio, which is like – it's kryptonite to all signals. It's a little shoebox. Right. But in there, the LTE was as fast as a cable modem was. Wow. wow. And so the idea is, again, the whole net neutrality thing that I'm worried about, like you'll buy a, like a Verizon wireless LTE router for your home uh -huh. and you'll wirelessly pull down your bandwidth and share it with everybody else because it's that fast now, wireless. Wow. Yeah. There's a lot of things I have to change with cell phones, though. Like I Batteries. Have Palm Pre Plus, I, I got stuck with, with Verizon. I want out so bad. And it's going to cost me now $350 to cancel Mm -hmm. And I've had it for a year and a half, almost a year, and I just want to cancel. I just yeah, that phone seemed real promising before it actually came out, and I was yeah. like, well, it's kind of shitty and wonky. They dropped it. 
HD? Dude, I got a um a, a new Droid, a Droid Two Global, because I want to. I, I love Verizon service. I had a BlackBerry before, and I wanted to get a Verizon service, but I wanted it to be global. Mm -hmm. So I said, oh well, here's a solution. Uh, all these people love the Droid. I mean, I heard Howard Stern talking about how he loves his Droid. I got it. It's like a, a drunk, retarded iPhone. It's like stupid, and it, like oh, the the first time I used it, I go to slide the screen to open it up, and it's like shake, stutter, shake, stutter, shake, stutter. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Really? This so is it this does, bad? dude. It's, it doesn't even know how to harness how much power it has. That's yeah. the thing. It's scared by its own ability. I played with it for 20 minutes and the battery was half drained. Yeah. And I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. I mean, that's ridiculous. Like, I can't even fuck around and just play with it. I went online. I checked what it looks like to, on, on websites. I checked my email. 20 minutes and it was half dead. I was like, that's just preposterous. Yeah. And people are like, oh, no, you got to get a, um, a application command. A pa yeah, power yeah. command and shut yeah. off this and do this. It's no, like, I don't, don't want to hack my devices anymore. Yeah. I just want them to work. And right. that's the fundamental difference. There's so many people that have this thing about... The, you know, fuck jailbreaking, yeah. man. That's too complicated. Nah. There's so many people though that have this anti-Apple sentiment. You know, there's a real like these threads come up on my message board all the time, and it's so dumb. It's the dumbest conversation yeah. ever. Everyone's like, "Match for bags." That's the that's the number one argument. Match for if I was a fucking fag and I could use a Mac, I don't know how to use a real computer. But to be fair, wait, if you want to bypass the line at the Genius Bar, you can by swallowing. Really? <laughs> it's a weird. It's a little unfair. What about girls? It's Apple Care. What about those girls, the genius? Do the they swallow them too? Absolutely. They swallow whatever they've got. <laughs> whatever you got. It's a, uh, it's the a biggest shoot. Look, I, oh, no. I'm a hardcore Unix guy, command lines only, switched to Windows. I was a network administrator back in the day. Uh, when I switched to Mac, I'm like, listen, shit works. And if I really want to drill down and get deep, I can pop open a terminal window and right. do whatever I need to do. The people that are that are anti-Mac, just like the Mac people are anti-PC, it's all fucking stupid. It's a it's team thing. It's a, it's a dumb team thing. And the Macs are the liberals. The Macs yeah. are the, the the weak pussies. And then, you know, it's for like the, Macs, the PCs are all Sarah Palin's, you know. Like. <laughs> Same thing with consoles. Like, PlayStation owners are like, fuck you, 360 fanboy. Right. And Xbox owners are like, PlayStation's for douchebags. It's like, it, no one wants to be wrong. No one wants to admit that they might have bought the uh, console that has a problem or spent money on yes. a game that had a problem. Yeah. They don't want to be right. And it's like, you know what? You're not going to be right all the time. It's with everything. So it's Protestant up. versus the Catholics. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a, that, that whole um, Mac versus PC thing, it's just such a strange one, though, to me. I wonder how many people, like whether they're politicians or people trying to appeal to a certain class of society, will choose uh, a PC over a Mac to let you know, you know, hey, I'm a part of the proletariat. Like Obama know, saying, hey, I got an class. iPad when he made a big deal out of that. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I use an iPad. I'm a president of the United States. Yeah, sending must be, right? Yeah, sending a message. This is a higher-end president. This is a, a more connected... A multi-touch sensitive. He was the <laughs> first president to bring a laptop to the White House. Did Are you, you know serious? That? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, I remember he wouldn't give up his BlackBerry at the time, which I thought was cool. Yeah, because it wasn't secure. Yeah. yeah. You know, one thing I wish the iPad had was I can't believe it doesn't have is multiple users. I hate it when people want to, like, borrow my iPad. I'm like, okay, I'm logged into Facebook, Twitter, email, everything. Mm -hmm. You I mean girls. You yeah, girls. Why does it not? That seems like a basic thing that it should have by now. This is what you say. Listen, bitch, get your own. <laughs> That's what you got to say. You got to fuck her correctly, okay? Leave her all panting and sweaty. And then she goes, can I, can I use your iPad? You go, listen, bitch, you know I love you. Get your own fucking iPad. And she'll giggle, ha, ha and she'll drop it. Why? 
because you fucked her correctly, Brian. Okay? Is that therein lies the issue? Yes. Or get another iPad. You can have mine. I'll just fucking use it. All right, deal. You can give it to her. Tell her she can use it as long as you're looking over her shoulder because she's in like a downward dog position (laughs) and you're behind her. Then you can play all the fucking dungeon raid you want. Did you learn to play the drums using rock band or have you always been a drummer? Uh, Self-taught. Been been drumming for a while. Have you been in a band before? Uh, Several. Several shitty bands. Jazz bands, hardcore, rap, metal bands. Jazz bands? Everything, yeah. Really? What kind of jazz? Uh, You name it. I mean, we did Take 5 What bands have the big biggest percentage of douchebags in them um, what music well i mean they all do it just depends christian. on what douchebag you are <laughs> christian, yeah. christian, christian rock, rock jars of clay are fucking christian hardcore. rock rules dude they I don't all know what have, you're talking about they all have douchebags in them but i mean I, I i think that's the number one issue though with bands right i mean eddie bravo has been in bands his whole life and he said the number one issue has always been dealing with like trying to like manage all the egos in the band it's like herding cats yeah. and that's that's what kills so many bands herding it's not cats it is they're running around like it's mad like, you like can't herd cats you yeah can't. it's perfect uh and and I, I've seen that with many bands that I've been in, but it's it's just, man, it's fucking hard to make music these days. As, as easy as it gets with distribution and the tools to make it, it's still really fucking hard to make good music these days. Has that always been your dream to be in a band? Or what was your I would thing? quit it all in a second. Yeah, I'd quit everything in a second to go make music for, for a living. Would or you? A life. Yeah. Really? Theoretically, yes, but obviously I haven't done that yet. So how old are you? I'm 28. Oh, you're still okay. No, I'm, you're I'm still done. young. I got no tread on my tires. No, I dude, you're young. If you were 38, I would go, ooh. Yeah. Good luck. I, I music. I, you know what? I don't. I'm, I fancy myself a non-judgmental person. Yeah. But I fucking judge people when they look me look at me and tell me that they don't appreciate music. And I've met a surprising number of them recently. Who tells you they don't appreciate music? I, I know a lot of people who say like who I just don't people? get music. Explain. Give me one. You know what? I'm gonna... <laughs> I don't want to hear your songs. You want me suck your dick or what? <laughs> I ain't hear that you listen to your music. That's the kind of hooker Kevin gets too. You know? Yeah, really, gets those a really whiny Hugh hooker Grant. that doesn't like the house music I blast. That's I'm a crackhead Hugh Grant type hooker. <laughs> no, Remember that? I've that girl became assist. famous for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. After Hugh Grant got that blowjob. So what? Like, explain. I've met people that will say they're not into music, and I don't get that because to me, it's it's a universal language, just as much math, but I think even yeah. more so than math. It's it's inherent. You know, there should be a love or a sense or an understanding of rhythm. There's but. something special about it. There's something unique about it that we're not really addressing right it changes the way your physical body feels it makes you more excited you know it does things to you inspires you makes you feel good brings you back to moments of your childhood it's one of the most incredible for- works of art forms of art that we have i would agree and would agree. so so weird and the, the science behind some of it like with I, yeah. I, I wanted to know why house music was something that persistent thump got me up and made me want to move and it seems to move some people mm-hmm. and whatnot and it's like lower end frequencies are triggered to primal portions of our brain that were sensitive to hearing uh, approaching animals and elephant herds and all that Whoa. stuff so it triggers that oh i better wake up be alert gotta get going and so that persistent thump Whoa. drives you and keeps you going there's so much craziness going on there. so tribal music like literally like fires up shit in your brain wow. so you should wake that up cool. to that in Absolutely. the morning i play stampeding elephants right? when i wake up that's wow. all i listen to dude you need to get on a podcast with eddie bravo we need to have you and him together because he's got some crazy theories about music and the oh, here's the, the 12 notes and the 12 astrological signs there's, there's isn't cool there a 13th astro- astrological sign that they just, just recently, found one right yeah, yeah. and it said, shifted people they were like oh my horse scopes have been wrong i'm like yeah let me google that real quick yeah yeah. but i like being a leo i don't want to be a whatever i forget what i'm now if with the new method are you really something 
different. Yeah, it changed a lot of people. Again, you were a so. Leo before? Of course, you're a Leo too. We're both Leos. Yeah, what's you yours? Think? What is your date? August 4th and you're August 11th. Yeah, you're not a real Leo. Right? I like to think Miss Cleo they cut you panel. off. I'm still a Leo. They cut you Are off. Are you serious? Bitch. They I, cut I'm you totally off, bitch. Leo, man. I'm fucking tired. Let me say August 10th. Nope, you're cut off, son. Through September 16th. You were August 9th? Is that what you said? August 4th. August 4th. It's over, bitch. I know. What you're am I now? I'm like something gay now. You're a cancer. Oh, you see, guys I, subscribe yeah, to cancer, this? Great. Perfect. I, I, I would be a cancer. Oh, I don't know. No, Not really. No, 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 like, no, no, I, no. I think Miss Cleo got a panel together in her ivory tower and said, listen, astrology's kind of losing the Google searches. Let's create a new sign. Right. Sweat Let's this new crafty up. one, though. O-P-H-I-U-C-H-U-S. How's that spell? What do you say that? How do you pronounce that? Opifica. That's the new one. That's November 29th to December 17th. So if you uh, you have that crafty new zodiac sign, I don't know. You know how the the moon affects uh, like the ocean, right? Like you know the different tides, yeah. the tides and everything like that. Have you ever thought that maybe the moon changes us because we're like what 99% water? Wouldn't it yeah. fuck with us too? Sure like we does. would have some own tide and shit yeah, going on in sure, us. Yeah, it does. But but is that a yearly thing? Is there the moon cycle? Yeah, the moon cycle is a year. That's what seasons is. right? The real problem is it would have to be a, a real radical, drastic change for them to measure it. Like it might just because it changes the way you feel. Statistically, it might not show a significant jump as far as like you know like disease or heart attacks right. or or assaults or anything crazy. Because I don't think there's ever been anything statistically connected to lunar activity. But when you hear something like lunatic, you hear like the na- expression lunatic, lunatic right. and then it's connected to Looney full moons. And and lunar. That, that is lunar. That is the moon. I mean, that is ancient. There's something to it. There's something to it. And it might be as simple as when the moon is out, people start freaking because you can see at night. You can see at night. That's yeah. a, it's a full moon. Yeah. Great. I can see who I'm mugging. Exactly. <laughs> that's all that's. that's I can see who I'm raping. Yeah. I could. Yeah. It could be that easy. It really could. I mean, that's a that's a big difference. Or you grow up with imagery of, oh, full moon. And you hear that's when the crazies come out and the wolves yeah. howl. And you go, all right, now's my time. Well, that's one of the things I was pissed off. MMA shirts and go punch some ladies. (laughs) (laughs) The dear woman. (laughs) Fucking no explode. This dear woman thing. One of the things that pissed me off is the women, not crosses, excuse me, uh, burning uh, women at the stake. The Mm -hmm. witches, burning witches at the stake. They've connected that to ergot. They've connected that to a fungus that grew on wheat because the, they had uh, a late frost, and then it, it fucked up their crops. And the wheat was frozen. And then when you have wheat that uh, you know, like if you like if food, you you like freeze food and then thaw it out and then freeze it again. You it's really dangerous. It's, yeah, so you're not it's not good. Yeah. yeah, bacteria and, do, and all this other shit. Yeah, and, and fungus. And one of the one of the things that they've shown in um, in uh, grain samples from that era, from that time of the Salem witch trials was that these these fucking people were high on LSD. They didn't even know it. They were eating ergot. They were eating this this bread that has this fungus on it, right. and it has a massive psychological balls. effect. Yeah. So of course they thought there was witchcraft. Of course they thought they were they were under spell. You know they were they were so confused. They were high as fuck on LSD. Probably massive, crazy, almost psychotic doses. Right. Well, in daily doses, yeah. upon doses upon doses of that. I mean, that's not like that. That should. Re- I mean, the half life is there, but. It'll, it'll exactly. compound in your system. And by the way, there's modern versions of what the CIA did in France where they dosed up an entire town. They put it in their bread, and they, they monitored these people. And, dude, people died. They committed yeah. suicide. They jumped off buildings. I mean, people lost their fucking minds. People never, some people never came back, and they did this across the board. They did this to children. They did it to old people. Mm-hmm. So we know that you can cause mass chaos and hysteria by just dosing everybody up with right. acid. And 
And, you know, back then you didn't pass on bread. There was no like, um, you, you know, gluten. No, I'm good. Thanks. Yeah. 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 You, know, you ate your <laughs> bread because, you know, you might not get anything. I'm else south beaching. I'm sorry. I'm just going <laughs> to purge. I'm cleansing. I, do you hate, do you go crazy when you hear people cleansing? I'm coming to cleanse. Yeah. It's not for me. I'm cayenne pepper, cayenne pepper and, and lemon, lemon juice. Yes. That's all I got right now. And I go to boot camp and then what? hate myself, but buy a purse and throw up into it. It's cleansing. Just everybody wants to fix what they've already fucked up. I did that shit for seven days where you just drink lemon water, charcoal, and you can't eat anything it's charcoal. charcoal wait a minute wait a yeah. minute wait a yeah. minute yeah. yeah charcoal is charcoal. one of the things you have to do you have to like what? before you do anything you have to buy all this fucking like shit from gnc and one of the things was charcoal milk thistle uh like all this bullshit i don't know why i guess it was charcoal. so you so you don't die and i think the charcoal maybe uh, absorbs shit so don't they keeps... make you do that for poison i think for poison yeah yeah they, they absorb stuff like I, I, I remember that for dogs when dogs yeah. eat something poison you're gonna make them eat a fucking briquette Whenever I'm at the grill, I crack a little one and just pop it just in case. Like 5-HTP, wow. you want to have it in your system. Is that really good for you, Brian? I don't, like for you. I, I don't think it is. It, it, so, it, it didn't seem good for you. What happened to your – what did you do with this cleanse? Uh, it – Pretty much made you lose weight. Uh, did you it, lose weight? Yeah, I, I, well, I was fucking tw- throwing up. You're eating charcoal. No, no, you're just not eating anything except lemon water. It's, it was like twelve. I'm 12 shitting pounds. on the Weber, and we're making dinner. What people don't understand is that completely fucks with your metabolism. But when you do something like that and you lose weight, where you're just not eating anything, right. your metabolism gets jacked. And then when you eat things, it's harder to burn them well, off. Your body you don't have as much energy. It's not going to have it anymore, so exactly. it stores it all. It just and locks it all up. Super lethargic too. Yeah. But the beautiful thing about that diet is, is that you. If you reintroduce food into your system after 12 days, you can find out allergies a lot more accurately than if, say, you know, you just try, oh, I might be afraid of rice or something. Like, you, you first start. But that's start, not why people do it. It's no, not like no, you're doing not, it to find out if you have an issue no, with but, but it, What it does do is it, it does, kind of, it does reset your system. It resets everything for you. So then you, you're you slowly introducing food back into your diet. Right. So you, I think you start off with rice and you, see, and you immediately can tell if anything affects you with this rice. And then you bring in, like you know whatever and then it's oh, kind of so cool for that way you analyze your diet slowly yeah, yeah, through yeah. That. and yeah. then you apologize on behalf of all men on youtube that's the next step yeah yeah, yeah yeah i apologize <laughs> and you immediately on behalf of all men for our selfish behavior please take me into your bosoms it's just so ridiculous yeah what about cunts buddy what about cunts because they're out there okay and i hope you get one and i hope she wrecks it she wrecks the whole thing. Joe, we should give it a shot. Because in, I worship you. Oh, wonderful, magical woman. <laughs> Sounds like Superman's dad. No, the guy that came to kill Superman, Zod. Doesn't he sound like Zod? Yes. <laughs> the, the, the unibrow guy. <laughs> wonderful women. I want to massage your calves with goat's milk and hold a loot for you. <laughs> massage with yogurt. I want to massage your buttocks with goat's yogurt. I want to weep on your vagina. (laughs) I'm not worthy of such a magical place. I don't want to fuck you tonight, sweetheart. I just want to look at it. These guys stare at it and read read it Russian poetry. These guys, by the way, have a whole bunch of other videos where how do how do men find real feminism inside them and feminine energy inside them? It's like it's so. It's Edenami. Just get to a goddamn powerlifting gym, son. Quickly. You think that's what's missing from their life is fuck CrossFit? Yeah. Creatine, squats, <laughs> deadlifts. Fuck someone squats. Someone oh. needs to fucking tackle you at some point in your life, okay? If you don't know how easy it is to get knocked off your feet, you need to know that shit, bitch. You need to work on your base, okay? You need to work on your sprawl. Get your shit together, all right? What the work fuck are you doing making YouTube videos for broken bitches? <laughs> Stop it, dude. 
Goddamn, stop it. You got no ground technique. This is what you need. Go play the frisbee. Kettlebells. I got them. I'm going to make a video. I'm going to show you guys how not to be little queens. I'm serious. Apology video on behalf of those yeah, dudes. That's a good idea. We're going to do that. We're going to do that after we're done here today. Revving car engines. Yeah, let's do that. That'll be our next <laughs> video blog. Yeah. We got to give a shout out, by the way, to Corey Loschuk, who did these two yes. videos of Bobby Lee from one of the past episodes. Uh, it's on Joe Rogan's website, joerogan.net. He fucking took like this audio of Bobby telling these two stories. And it's, by the way, it's podcast 76. And fucking hilarious. He did a really good job on this. Dude, brilliant yeah. stuff. Yeah. In the, I forgot how funny those stories were. And one of them is Bobby getting in trouble the very first day this girl showed up at work. He farted in her face. She's sitting there reading her script. Oh, eating, eating yogurt. yogurt. <laughs> and he walks up and sticks his ass on her nose and farts right on her face. And she's crying. And one guy attacks him. And she was, she was going to sue him. And he had to buy her a gift certificate for Burke Williams to get <laughs> massages and shit. <laughs> I love Bobby Lee. And a sinus Lee. Bobby Lee's awesome. And it, the story is just brilliant. It's so goddamn funny. And this guy put it to animation. It's so good, man. Yeah. He did an awesome job. I so, Corey, it. thank you very much, man. I gotta check these out. Thank you very much, dude. Those are awesome. And anybody else who wants to do one of those, too, fucking get on that it. shit. I know there's a lot of really talented people out there. And that's... Look like I met Brian off the internet. Yeah. Brian and... What, I met him. Yeah. You know, Craigslist. Day, 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 yeah, yeah, I'm trying to stick with my religion. <laughs> we, Keep it in the fam. <laughs> believe jay date even exists like like what jewish girl guy is going to pay for that oh know? no they will man they they only want jews yeah. i have friends that are jews that only want jews really? and the, yeah anything other than a jew they they literally i mean whatever the programming that they got when they were young that shit worked yeah. and they they only want jews there's they, also like a gay gangster dating website that's which hot provide hours what's it called of, uh, you'd have to google it we need to go i'm gonna pretend like right i don't now. have that one off the top of my head yeah but there is a site just for that which is great yeah i used to work at gateway computers and the day that joe like called me up it's like, hey, you want to move to California and do the uh, videos for a living and all this shit? Yeah. Uh, I was like, okay. And so I go to my boss and I'm like, hey, giving him a two week notice. And he goes, actually, I need to talk to you. Gateways closing all their stores. I'm like, oh. And he's like, you're going to have a two month severance pay. I'm like, oh. So yeah, yeah. I'll take that severance. <laughs> yeah, for a he was. While and... He was putting up these funny videos on my message board, mm -hmm. and this is fuck, man. This is like, was it 2002? It was pre YouTube. I was just really good at comp compression. Compression. That's that's all it took back in the day, man. I made shit videos on the internet, but I knew how to. I had a access to servers from my internet provider that I started. Yeah. So we just streamed all sorts of shit on Real Player. Yeah. And Brian, you know, shit. comes off very strange on the on the podcast sometimes, and some people complain about him. But that's what the reason for that is. He's just very weirdly creative. He's a very odd guy, and these videos were fucking hilarious we have to put them somewhere some of them up somewhere like Vault. the one that you did where you there was a, there was a guy who this is after he already moved here who was giving him a hard time because this guy was kind of jealous mm -hmm. that he got this job working for me so brian made this video goofing on him that uh yeah it was like he, he, yeah he had a baby <laughs> he just recently had a baby he was married to this girl that looked like from the girl from harry or looked like harry potter and so i just made this pretty much this like what two minute video a minute and a half video that that just was like, oh, you want to fight? Here, here's a... I was good at Flash animation at the time because when Flash first came out, when it was like Shockwave instead mm -hmm. of... Uh, sh sh Shockwave is what it was called. Uh, Macromedia Shockwave. Macromedia, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they they uh, loved my uh, videos I did. So the some person from Adobe used to send me Flash, so like Flash 1.0, 2.0, like this really expensive software. No one had access to this because it was too expensive. So I used to learn that shit back in the day. So I'd make all these Flash videos. Now I can't even touch Flash. It's so fucking impossible since Adobe okay it. okay I just went to gaydemon.com is that the whoa this is that is the best website ever ridiculous 
I'm looking for your gay. You're telling me about your gay uh, dating site. So I go to Gay Demon. Look at this. You, you. <laughs> It's so ridiculous. Oh, oh my God. That's it's great. so have preposterous you, and ridiculous. Have you seen Choniki? Let's what? describe to these people what we're looking well, at. Well, okay, here yeah, yeah. Then we we're doing get this. This is because yeah. this is most people are going to hear this on audio, and they're going to be on their in their car or on their way to the gym or you know on the fucking treadmill. Well, tell them to imagine that picture. Gaydemon.com. There's the angel and the devil, the classic angel and the devil, like from Animal House, one on each shoulder. Well, the angel is on one side and he's this buff gay guy and he's got a guy sucking his dick and then below him there's a guy sucking that guy's dick and eating that guy's ass and they're they're Wait, the crossing. same guys doing both no 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 other okay. guys they're like there's a stack of guys nice like count. one of those cheerleader pyramids <laughs> and it's all dudes a human centipede sucking guys and fucking guys in the ass on both sides so the devil's getting his dick sucked and the angel's getting his dick sucked and they're like looking at each other like hey what's up we're getting our dick sucked <laughs> By the like, way, this health thing wasn't so bad. I, I haven't even seen any fire. Yeah, like, heaven and hell. They both, dragons fucking there seems cars, to be no the difference. They both dragons get fucking their dicks cars. Oh yeah, Google dragons fucking cars. That's a great Go website. Dragons it's all, fucking cars. It's all man. like anime of giant dragons fucking cars and the tailpipes. Wow, that's awesome. And the gas tanks. <laughs> I hung out with the Asian from uh, Human Centipede. He had a party, and I was that's invited to his party. That's the most hilarious thing I've ever heard. It was the craziest thing ever. You go to his house. He had like all these like statues of the Human Centipede all over his oh, house. I love it. It was creepy. I wanted to film the whole. Thing, but well, you did, went uh, to wait a minute. You went to the guy who created the human. No, no, centipede? no. The Japan or the Asian guy, the head centipede of From human centipede. So he has this all over his house. So he's proud. But of he it? had a part. No, he had a party, and at his house, he just happened to have all these cool statues all out through his house that, of the human centipede. Like what? I don't know, there were promotion, promotional, promotional oh, or whatever. Or but, plaster uh, molds of himself and a couple buddies. Yeah, but interesting well, enough, Jake I was trying to dig, control. and I think he's in the sequel somehow. So yeah. I don't know. You want to hear something funny? There's, there's something uh, someone wrote on our, our, our on Twitter about this conversation. Mm-hmm. He wrote consumerism with all these exclamation points. It's ugly. Talk about deeper shit, you whores. Oh, what? Well, you know, listen, you dumb fuck. Okay, when we're talking about fantastic technology and the creation, like human innovation, the creation of a, an M3 or a, a, an Apple laptop or anything. We're talking about spectacular new things that are in our world right now. It's not just about consumerism and getting wrapped up in this whole, hey, I'm not into money, man. I'm not into consumerism, man. Like, just shut the fuck up, how did okay? He, how did he send that yeah. tweet? Was did it you through not his send iPhone? It? Yeah. What, did how you did use your phone? Right. What does it computer say? Stupid. I want to know. I yeah. Yeah. You live in a house, you dumb cunt. Yeah, unless he sent that tweet by a fucking smoke signal or semaphore, he's a piece of shit. I just want to address this whole retarded mentality to criticize other people's interests especially other people's interests when it comes to things that you can't attain so all of a sudden these things that you can't attain become evil things or bad things or negative things we all have fucking transportation whether it's a bus or whether you drive your own fucking car we all have transportation okay no one unless you are living in a solar powered house and you ride a fucking horse everywhere okay everyone's contributing nobody that's listening to this broadcast right right now exactly doesn't have access to something you've got a carbon footprint motherfucker fucker yeah. all right and this this idea that somehow or another like looking into this technology and objects and things it's not being obsessed with create or uh, acquiring diamonds and walking around and covered in jewels that's not what we're doing what we're, what we're doing is looking at the incredible shit that human beings are creating and how nuts this is and how different this is in just a few years ago that's it all right you stupid fucks 
Just get trolled. it together. It makes me. It's not trolled, man. It's a. It's a mentality that comes up over and over and over again, and it's mostly a justification of failure. It's a justification of either their lack of ambition or their lack of participating in some sort of, uh, you know, um, a, a materialism quest. You know, they they're not in the game at all, so they they criticize the game. You know, who well, do but, you uh, give look, a look, fuck if when I see there's a guy in the Hamptons that's got some hundred and eighty million dollar house. It's the most expensive house ever, and it's gigantic. You know what I? See? I don't say. Fuck that guy, that fucking capitalist. I go, wow, that's incredible. Like that guy right. went for it. You yeah, know, that's what I think. It. I mean, it's, but now, here's the thing. Maybe that guy doesn't subscribe to the game. Maybe he is capable. He's of on playing the line. This, but but he's on Twitter criticizing you. So yeah. again, unless he sent a carrier pigeon to deliver that fucking message, he's playing the game somehow. Exactly. And he's just if not you, playing if you're it. You're using as well. a fucking computer. You, you know, look, we're we're all a part of this weird thing called capitalism, or this weird thing which capitalism is just sort of an operating system that runs society. I mean, that's really what it is. Yeah, and I may, might like Apple better, and you might like Windows better. They're all operating systems. We're also clicking the yeah. same damn icon. I don't know. I don't believe that you know capitalism is perfect by any stretch of the imagination. Nor do I believe is communism works. I think socialism is a ridiculous idea because it goes completely against human nature. And when you start you know criticizing people for things that they've acquired, you're dumb. All right, there's things out there that are amazing. A big screen television is amazing. Brian's got 3D TV in his bedroom. That shit's amazing. Oh, well, that was a misperture. Let's be honest. No, There's no, no way. No, no, no. Here, uh, you here, want to have here a three Hold on. No, here, here's, I'm going here's, here's, to roll my sleeves up and right, step here, back. Here, here's my conversation. Uh, I went to Best Buy to get a TV. Yeah. I found the TV I wanted. Yeah. It, it also like, had 3D? Huh? No, no. Just a normal TV. Okay. And I was going to get it. Then I uh, checked on my Amazon. I'm like, how much is this TV? And they didn't, like, the TV on there was, like, pretty much the same. But then they were like, they had the 3D version for $100 more. I'm like, fuck that. I'm going to get the 3D version for $100 more. So I ordered on Amazon, got the TV. Right. Then you, Don't get to spend, use... then you get to spend an extra $150 per pair of goggles. No, no. Then you get to spend an extra 100 bucks a no. month or whatever for the special Amazon, receiver that can deliver that. Amazon had this uh, had a deal. If you bought it, it was for Christmas or something like that. If you bought their TV, you get free 3D everything. You got the 3D glasses. You got two right. pairs. You got uh, some And you lose your 3D friends because no one fucking cares. No, no. No, <laughs> sorry, sorry. no one cares. Uh, sorry, Bob. I didn't charge what? your Oakleys. Uh, you get to have I a charge, fucking yeah. migraine. It, charge it, your Oakleys. You have to charge them? Uh, yes, you do. Yeah. Well, I, I would not recommend a 3D TV is what I'm saying, no. but if it's a hundred dollars more or something small, then yes. Because here's the cool thing: it not people don't know it makes everything 3D if you want it to. But it doesn't do it well. It doesn't do it well it on everything. Well. I watch. Well, I gotta tell you, dude. We were at the. I have never seen one. I, I haven't seen his, but yeah. I have seen one in person at the mall or at Best Buy. We went to see, and they had monsters and aliens playing. Mm -hmm. I think it might be worth it just to watch that movie. Dude, it, Tron it, Two. If that's the only movie. Like when HD first came out, people were like, "Dude, you gotta get HD." Why? You can watch flamingos. Fuck. And the sun rise and high def. And that's all there was for it. Which I get, you know, your eyes widen because you like watching Flamingos fuck. But mm. after three months, that's all there was. Have you played Call of Duty in 3D? I have played 3D games, yeah. It's cool. The on-screen display is a little further out in front of your face. You still have to wear glasses. You still get a fucking headache. Do you play online? It's still a sham. With, uh, I play Call of Duty in 3D. Does it give you a headache? Gives you a headache? I, for some people, at it does for me. At first, the first 10 minutes, right. you have your eyes Then you rewire your brain right. to go cross-eyed without more, giving a headache, <laughs> and now you're totally golden. Uh, what uh, I think is more crazy is this new Nintendo 3DS, mm. where um, I'm watching kids holding up their 3DS right to their face with this 3D shit, and they've already admitted it in Japan that, or Dr. Drew admitted that that could cause your eyes to bleed. Yeah. And, like, people are already getting fucked up from it. Yeah. And you know how kids are with their fucking Game Boys? They're gonna put it in their Hours face. Hours on end, smash Who knows face. what this is gonna do to their fucking eyes, man? Between They're gonna get Bluetooth or and something. And the fucking shit at the airport, dude. Yeah. But no, no, I, I don't recommend 3D TV. Augmented but, reality, though? 
that's that's the yeah. shit what's that what where you'll be about? able to in the very near future you know google goggles have you heard of google goggles yes. no amazing so you point it you point google yeah, goggles at a restaurant or a landmark and it analyzes what you're looking at and then spits you out a search result based off that so you point it at the golden gate bridge oh boom, yeah. you get the history of that. yeah so ex- extrapolate from that um, that's crazy right now for augmented reality stop and think about that for a second the translation went up better think about so this you can though. take a photo of a building and tells you what the building is oh yeah 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 you could create a message board off of just that photo it could it could translate text in real time you could yeah. have a check-in you could have a menu pop out of a, a coaster and that's gonna be a contact a lens at one point right so well that's yeah that's <laughs> 15, 20 years away. but but so so that that that's is incredible. step one so step two is they have these uh, augmented reality markers that you can throw down and look at with a webcam or with a cell phone application and it'll make like on the 3ds it makes like a dragon appear and you can walk around and look at it in 3d and shoot yeah. arrows at it that's cool now the next phase of that is doing that without markers so imagine this and i i know some people that are working on this right now and i'm trying to get in the space You launch the app on your cell phone, you look around, and it analyzes in real time in the cloud. It looks at this table and goes, all right, there's a coconut water, nutritional info. Do you want to purchase by now? There's a wine bottle. Oh, I know what vintage that is from the fucking thing. You can look at the microphone and tap it. There's information on it. Wow. Everything, the the, the barrier between internet and real life is... Visual rapidly dissipated. That's the next step. And it's yeah, but it's all gonna have real time tracking too. So imagine hiking up to a point at a mountain, looking over a city and tapping it and having information on that city come out, having a communal game pop out of it. All that shit's happening. That's incredible. That's gonna be awesome. Technology. And it's happening now. So fuck you, anti consumerism Twitter dick. Yeah, fuck that guy. Go apologize to women on YouTube. (laughs) Dear woman. I thought we were gonna talk about mushrooms. I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought that was supposed to mushroom trip tonight. Well, we could we could I I got a date tonight. Oh, what do you got? Going out with the missus. Where are you guys going? Red Lobster? <laughs> Some Cheddar Bay Biscuits? Dude, it's only Friday night. Why would I go to Red Lobster? <laughs> what do you hit, what, where, does, where do you go on a Friday night with the missus? Yeah, we're going to go out to eat, check out a movie. I heard that that movie, um, Source Code's good. You've heard anything? I heard Source Code's good. Your Highness is great. Your okay, Highness? What are you oh, is that about? out right Arthur. now? No, just go see no, Arthur. Arthur. Screening of it. Go, go see Arthur. Much. What the fuck? Really? No, I'm kidding. Oh, no. I'm <laughs> like, well, I mean, I like what's his face. I like you like him? I do like Russell Brand. Why? I, he entertains me. I mean, really? he's, you have to be in the mood for his "quote unquote" brand of entertainment. He's but the same character. I, I liked him, yeah, so I, I watched him character. do stand up. Yeah, oh, I, I, I don't him know do stand up, and I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, me too. I like him I whenever like, he's a guest on talk shows. Like, I'd love to interview him. He seems he seems pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, he's a fascinating guy. Yeah. Who was your favorite but, person to interview? Eyes. Like, who's the one person that you think about all the time? That like, I can't believe in the shower. In the shower. Do do. Uh, I like James Cameron. James Cameron? I had a yeah. blast chat really? with James Cameron. Yeah, now, a lot of people cool. accuse him of being arrogant, but you know what? I think that in order to get that much done as much as he, he's got to be, a, be an obsessed worker. Look at what he did. Yeah. I mean, look at what he's done. But I what mean, he, he, he's doing now. Avatar precisely. 2 is filming it all underwater. Right. He's doing the whole fucking movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You didn't know that? Yeah. Avatar 2 filming underwater with technology that he created the in Titanic. order to fucking, yeah, to Titanic, to film underwater in Titanic. He brought, I got to hold the 3D camera that they used on Avatar, and I held it for about three minutes and wanted to give out. Like, my shoulder yeah. was just, it's like, it's crazy heavy. And I'm like, you held this thing, James? Like, you're rich and powerful enough to hire 40 people to hold this camera for you. He's like, nope. Held it on every single shot, ran he's, down ramps, and did all that shit. Like, he's, wow. he's, he's gung-ho serious. Bad but, mother. For all the shit that they give James Cameron for being arrogant or tough to work with or whatever, he came on the show, had a smile, shook my hand, was super nerdy about everything. And we even had him coming out with a folding chair and smashing through a brick wall and hitting dummies. <laughs> like, he was super game to have a good time. And he cut his head on one of the foam rocks that fell the second time he came on the show with this big wall. And he burst through it like Kool-Aid, you know, like, oh, yeah. 
picks up a chair and he's going to hit a dummy with it. And I see like this little spot of crimson on his forehead. Oh. And our show's live. We have a 10 second delay. Well, so I'm sitting there inter- interviewing him and I'm just seeing, thank God it's away from the camera, but I'm watching blood slowly trickle out of his forehead. Jesus and Christ. all I'm thinking about is the publicist and the studio and everybody else going like, did you cut James Cameron? I would have brought it up right away. Yeah, oh, that would have been cool. Yeah, I didn't. That would have been cool. I would have said, dude, out. I hate to say this, but I think we cut your head. We cut you uh, the fuck open. Your it's face has a period. He's, yeah. he's no, not dude. in pain. I'm so, well, look, I'm so Cameron could kill me and would get away with it. But why would he do that? <laughs> because he, cut, he could. What kind of a cunt? If you were the type of guy that kills people because a foam rock fell on your head, oh, yeah. you, you would you have a fucking trail of bodies behind you like Genghis Khan. Badass. You're, you're really, you're, you're really, you're crazy. He's not gonna, <laughs> he's not gonna kill you. You're totally insecure about this. You need to be more relaxed about James Cameron. That's it's ridiculous. Total, I you love had the a, an awesome opportunity there to the tell him oh, that you cut him. Hey, like I still get my great interview, and I had photoshops of me fucking the Navi. So I was all Do right. You really? That. Yeah, I said like he was like the aliens have to seem fuckable. Is that what he said? Oh, that was his big thing for Pandora. He's like, I want you to make these aliens someone you want to fuck. And he talked about it. Yeah, I I did want to fuck that girl. Right? When he got down with her, I was like, okay, I could see it. I could see see her being attracted, especially if, like, you're big and blue, too. You're like, yeah, fuck it. I'm big and blue, too. But they, like, mate with animals with their braid. Why didn't he jack his braid into her or something like that? You should be binding with your hair. That is some slash fiction that'll hit the net very soon. Yeah, that James Cameron, uh, that guy's doing some crazy shit right now, man. I was He's bummed. doing some amazing stuff. Bummed I never got to interview Mitch Hedberg. Yeah. Super bummed about that. And yeah. super bummed I never got to interview Leslie Nielsen because he shaped, oh, no. shaped yeah. my career. I just watched Creepshow the other day, and I forgot Leslie Nielsen was in it and Ted Danson, which was crazy. But uh, that, that Ted... Leslie Nielsen growing up was one of my faves. Uh, I saw uh, Naked Gun Naked recently, Gun, and it was, was so weird seeing O.J. Simpson in it because you forget how, I, as a kid growing up, I loved O.J. Simpson. Everybody right? did. You know, especially from that role. That but, was uh, one of the weirdest moments in human history uh, when this, this loved man, this guy who was like, he played the game so well, was so charming, and only even dated white women. So people didn't even think of him as black. It's like, here's this charming, handsome black man who spoke so well. Right? And then all of a sudden, he's cutting people's fucking heads Allegedly. off. Allegedly. Nah, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm going. I read the Chris. I was in like sixth grade or seventh grade, I think, and I had the Chris Darden book on that trial. I was fascinated by it. I was like, yeah. this is some crazy shit that's going on. I got up early, me and my girlfriend. We were, uh, I was living in North Hollywood, my girlfriend Bridget at the time. We got up early and we sat in front of the fucking TV and watched the verdict. Right. And we both went, whoa. <laughs> we were both like, what is going on? Like, how is this real? Mm-hmm. How am I watching this guy get off? And he's clapping. Mark Furman was a racist, that's why. Well, and look, the glove didn't fit. It was a little bit of both. And it was also the weird thing where black people wanted someone to win on their they side. They wanted him to get a, Yeah, they wanted yeah. him to win. Because and the I Rodney King thing, understand that. Yeah, well, absolutely you know, that Rodney King thing fucked everybody up. When you watch a guy get beat fucking half census with sticks. What about the... the- all these YouTube and cell phone videos of, of like my brother's a cop. Well, by the way, you should beat that guy half sense. They should have just fucking no. shot him. Like that guy was a crazy, messed up asshole. He was he was high on PCP, beating the fuck out of cop. He was fighting them. They had to hit him with sticks. Yeah, they definitely got out of line. Yeah, they definitely right. got a little crazy. But but the notion that now you can't yeah. uh, again fucking love cops. Truly do. My brother's one. He's one of the good ones, and I, I respect the shit out of what he does every day. I I read teleprompter. I read words. He puts his fucking shit in the line. <laughs> I know a lot of cops. But I have with that. Respect for cops. The notion of not being able to film them when they're performing their duties. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. And the fact that people are getting their cell phones taken away and getting arrested. They're not even part of what's going on. They're getting arrested for invasion of privacy. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. There's law, there's actual laws against videotaping cops while they're doing their job, which is ridiculous. Did you see that guy in Seattle that punched that chick? You ever see that? 
there's a bunch of black women and he's a little white guy and he's arresting one and this this other black woman comes along and she's like pulling the, pulling the girl away oh, okay. and she pulls him away she grabs a hold of him and he turns around and blasts her right in the face and then you know other people are filming like oh shit no he didn't no he didn't right. like wow like this is like this what this is chaos would you have the story that the eight-year-old boy that got pepper sprayed pepper sprayed at school what and they're like that's fucking excessive force excessive force the and, cop and the, sprayed the cop pepper sprayed him and the mom is suing the cops and the school district and everybody over it. And I, the headline of that, you go, that's fucked up. Who pepper sprays an but, boy? Turns out he like held up a pencil in the class, threatened everybody, said, quote, I'm going to kill all of you motherfuckers. The cops came up. They were threatening the cops and doing everything. I'm like, your fucking kid was out of hand. If I said I'm going to kill all you motherfuckers at a school and threaten to stab people, I deserve a little pepper spray. With a pencil? Yeah. Which, I mean, was, it wasn't, wait, he was eight years pencil. old, though? He was like eight or nine years old, yeah. Like, hey, I'm going to kill you. And you're like, shut the fuck up. Grab me, give me that pencil. Yeah, that's a troubled kid. <laughs> yeah. You should arrest his parents. That's if what it, I'm saying. Yeah, you got a kid that's that angry and that, that wants to kill everybody in class. You need to find out what the fuck they did to him. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure the mom was a star on 16 and Pregnant. Oh, That show is just out of show. control so lately on TMZ. It seems like every day there's a new fight or a new person well, What it arrested. seems like, just like we were talking about with porn, that porn's getting accelerated and getting more and more fucked up. Reality television is getting more and more yeah. fucked up, too, to the point where how many people are getting pregnant trying to be on that show? Trying to be on the show. It, it glorifies it. It says, yeah. well, I'm 16. I live in the middle of nowhere, and I have nothing going for me. I know what I'm doing. I have a child that will love yeah. me, and then MTV is going to give me a salary. <laughs> To put every moment of this on the air. Oh, it's so scary. You know, and sketch my moments and put my life to a soundtrack that they can sell on iTunes. And I watch it. We live in strange I watch strange the shit times. out of that show. Macy's amazing. Do you really watch little it? Little Boy Bentley's great. Man, my girlfriend makes me watch it. Really? And I totally do. Wow. Without without argue. I watched, uh, for the first time, Dancing with the Stars. Mm. What the fuck's wrong with you? Uh, you know. <laughs> Did you see Kirstie Alley get dropped? No, I heard uh, about you it. You should Google that. Yeah, and I heard that cool. the guy was trying to, like, make excuses. He like said he this is my, my knee gave out. It's normal. It happens to dance. It has nothing yeah, to do with the It's normal when you're dragging a 400-pound woman across the fucking floor. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the fact that she's a monster. <laughs> that she has eaten herself into horrific proportions. She's a monster. She she took what was a hot shape and and for whatever what is it is it self loathing is it indulgence yeah. is it gluttony she's just eating herself into a rotund you have to fucking work at getting that big man yeah, that is that easy yeah especially a woman who's like constantly talking about losing weight I mean her whole thing is like losing well, the weight well fat actress thing too yeah or whatever. It's, that was her whole her whole shtick I love there's a kid on YouTube who was uh, testing fruit gushers. Have you seen that? No. He does like a snack review. He's like 12 and he's already way too big for his age. Oh, no. And he does like a, he reviews Thin Mints and Gushers and eats them and then looks into his webcam and tells you, yeah, that's a must buy. Hold on a second. <laughs> let me keep exploring. You got to look at it's uh, the Fruit Gushers must buy. And it's this young kid on his webcam. And I'm like, where are the fucking wow. parents, man? That's hilarious. Where are the fucking parents? Christy Alley just never got over Diane, I think. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> Shit happens, dude. It's a it's a problem when you're on a reality or a, a big hit sitcom. Right? Did you ever ever have a weight issue being in front of camera, like being on camera? Did it ever get to you and like have to look a certain way or feel a certain way to be? No, to I'm fatter now than I've ever been in my life for sure. I could see it in my fat face and I could see it in my gut. Like I can, I can like Baby pinch. I can pinch uh, fat around me. It's really because I'm traveling a lot and I hurt my back. I popped what's called a rib head. A rib head is a um, it's what connects, like, uh, it's some shit on your back. Anyway, point is, when I did it, I couldn't do jiu-jitsu for, like, two months. And I didn't lift heavy for two months either. Yeah. All I did was just hit the bag. And uh, I didn't even do that all that consistently. So I tried to let myself heal up. And in the process, I ate just like I always do. Isn't that the bitch of it? Yeah. Like, you, you, 
you, you take your eyes off the prize one second and it's gone. Yeah. It's gone. And muscle memory is bullshit. But fortunately for me, no, it's not. Well, muscle I mean, memory is totally real. But not, not when you're in that two weeks recovering from an injury or something yeah. else. Like, that's, there's nothing worse. Yeah, injuries are brutal. But it's part of the game. My whole back is fucked up and I'm still training through it like an asshole. Really? I need to go get it looked at. Oh, What's yeah. wrong with your back? Great question. Yeah. When you say training, like, what are you doing? Uh, started recently getting into weightlifting. Yeah? Yeah, just heavy weightlifting. I've never been in shape my entire life. Kettlebells? I, yeah. I did one of the... Was that? Kettlebells? No, or? no. Just traditional... Teach, teach you the ways of kettlebells, son. But I... Uh, teach you the ways of men. I did one of those those 23 and Me tests where you spit into the vial and they analyze your DNA and tell you what your predispositions are. Right. You know? And it was right. like morbid obesity was 99.9% repeating. Whoa. And that was like a... Oh, So okay. it's a genetic issue? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm predisposed to it. Obviously, predisposed I morbid obesity but look at you you're There's so lean but I'm, the, I'm, I'm kind of the only one in my family that is though and i kind of developed a neuroses about it at one point i've really always healthy. worked out so much that i never had to worry about my weight on tv yeah. but you know that that idea that putting it puts 10 pounds on you that's complete total horseshit that's just fat girls who don't know what they really look like and they see themselves on camera oh my well, god have you ever, have you ever seen a standard def a standard def stream stretched out on an hd tv that will put 10 that pounds will put 10 on 10 you pounds yeah on that you. will fuck you that'll up that'll w up real fast that's like a heart video but in reverse <laughs> You remember those videos? Heart? Remember the, it was the first time they experimented? Like, how do we get this fat bitch to look hot? <laughs> we got to fucking, we got to distort her frame and make it look like we're looking at her through like Alice in Wonderland seeing eyeglasses. I saw a demo of software now that uh, for, for actual, you don't need tracking markers or any green screen bullshit, but you film an actor doing their performance like you normally would. And it kind of does an Xbox Connect style analysis of their frame and builds a skeleton and then does pixel detection to see where their, you know, I call them Renaissance Fair arms. Where the turkey right. leg hangs, right. it, it sees where the ren, ren fair <laughs> arms fair ends, arms. right, and where the scenery begins, and you can real time dynamically slide how fat, thin, tall, or short a person is, and it will wow. re-render the video to That's make incredible. actors seem bulkier, to make them seem thinner, wow. seem whatever. There's demos of it on YouTube right well, now. Well, that 300 shit, what they did with 300. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people they showed the 300 workout. This is what they did to yeah. get in such amazing shape. No, they didn't. Do you know what kind of a fucking diet you would have to be on, and how long you would have to be on it, and how consistent you would have to be? The the the, the best shape of your life it would take years and years of hard training to reach like how Gerald what is his name Gerald Butler Gerard Butler, Gerard Butler. which if you see him now he did like SNL recently he's like, fat yeah. dopey and, and soft it's it's totally I showed shape. my girlfriend that I was like that's what that ends up like yeah he, that's he what a Spartan looks like he actually got in shape for that movie he I'm did. sure no he did and they added all that other CGI shit to him to make him look better than he really did but Shit. Shit. That guy, I'm not into him, man. I, what about I fucking loved him in that movie. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, I dude. loved him in that movie. And then everything I've seen in him since then, I'm like, God, man, why are you annoying me? You know, how come I'm not well, into him? He's doing rom coms now and shit. Although he did do that one. What thing. is that? What's rom com? Romantic comedies. Oh, my God. You Yo, dork. Rom com. How dare you? How dare you, rom com? Did you, you have just not... dork out? Did you dork out? If you have not. Do I get a ruling, Brian? I've never even heard that before. I'm not, That's pretty <laughs> I'm not dork, Brian. That's because I'm fucking industry. That's why I know people. He's industry. If you've never deep. seen a Katherine Heigl movie and rubbed your vagina in a theater, oh, you're missing out. She's another one, man. I, I liked her in the first movie I saw her in. What was that? What was her big movie? The fucking movie with uh, Seth Rogen. Oh, she was his, uh, oh, that was a. Was yeah. it, I liked her. Maybe I liked her because she was fucking a fat guy. I was Probably. like, oh, that's really sweet. She fucked that guy, and then and then he never really got his shit together and did read the baby books. And she was kind of hot and cool. In that but movie. at the end, that one night stand slash pregnancy totally worked out. So, yeah, hey, knocked it's up. beautiful. Knocked that's up. how it works. You know that um, that other one that she did recently with uh, Josh Duhamel. Is that what his name is? 
I don't I'm know. not going to feel bad. The, for the guy from Vegas. This. The guy from Vegas. Very nice guy. I did an episode of Vegas. He's cool as fuck. He's the one who's married to Fergie from the Black Eyed Peas. Okay. Anyway, um, he did some movie with her, and it looks so. I, I didn't even watch it. I just watched it on TV on the movie on the the, the screen like a, like on, a, on a plane. Oh, no, okay. I watched it on a plane while I was writing, and I would look up and get angry. I'd get angry to help my writing. I'm like, <laughs> listening to fucking Hendrix. I would look up at this stupid shit and all these slack jawed business faced douchebags. Watching this stupid ass fucking movie. Well, you know what's gonna happen. Like, there's not a goddamn shocker in this movie. It was no Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> I, I always accidentally watch the, the the porn version of that movie. Devil like, Wears Prada. I'm always on with a girl, time. and they're like, "Oh my god, Devils Wear Prada!" And then we turn it on. It's Devils Wear Nada, and it's it's, it's like <laughs> on those. like every day, and it's always the same. On what? What channel? Like Showtime. Showtime. Or Matt. Showtime? Yeah. 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 I'm always watching that porn. I love that. I had an, oh man, I was so close to doing one of those. I had an offer to be in one that was really? like a, a zone, porn? Yeah, it was like softcore, Cinemax, whatever. And I was going to play like Brad, like the camera guy who gets decapitated in an attic after getting blown. And I so wanted to do it and just did not pan out. I, uh, a girl that I dated a long time ago, I saw her once in one of those. I was, I was on another date. I was at this chick's house. I'm flipping through the channels and, uh, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, like a girl I did like a year before that was on this fucking this softcore porn movie. It was like so cheesy and so bad. It was so stupid. It was, but it was weird. You know, what was it? What was the setting? Was it uh, tennis instructor? Oh, was I barely it remember because we're talking. We're we're going way back more than ten years ago. It was probably like. 96 or something did you like finish that. i just moved to la so like i didn't it was too it was a much bigger much bigger shock to me because like just knowing someone and seeing them on television like yeah. being around famous people when you first you know like moved to hollywood it's the weirdest thing like you don't even expect them to be real you think they're like holograms you know and then when you meet someone in real life then all of a sudden they're on television you know it's like still fucking weirds me out man it's now i'm getting used to it i'm pretty used to it now but back then it was really and it wasn't it was a girl you dated and all of a sudden you're seeing her in some fucking stupid movie where she's making out with some guy she was um a girl that was in a, a show called uh, hardball with me mm. no that's it i just saw a, a preview for hardball the other day it's I on just the confused internet two stories <laughs> just confused two stories there's another one this is another girl from hardball is not a girl that i didn't i'm like i didn't date that girl i, I didn't date that girl it's a different girl but that was another girl that i also saw around the same time mm -hmm. also in a soft car I'm still waiting to come across, like on a UJIS or a RedTube or something like that. I'm waiting to come across somebody <laughs> in X fan in fucking high school. I know yeah, it's going to happen. I've never had it's that. It's bound to happen. I know. Me too. They're I'm playing surprised. the numbers game. And believe me, I watch enough to try to get through that every day, and I still not found it. Imagine yeah. if you didn't notice and you were like, because like sometimes, like, you know, when if someone, especially as time goes on, like 10 years ago, you forget people. You okay. forget people. You forget. You forget everything. Mm -hmm. And then you're beaten off. And then like halfway in, in the middle of the video, exactly. you're like, I fucked her in real life. Oh, my God. Why didn't she let me do that to her back then? I had a blab. Yeah, yeah. Your <laughs> asshole sore. No wonder it's sore. Now I know why. I'm just happy that that when I, I used to – like there's been a couple times where I fucked on camera before. Yeah. It was back when like webcams doo -doo first came out, doo -doo -doo. and I'm just happy that that didn't that. So it got on the internet. You fucked on the internet. Right. That's what he's saying. Twice. Yeah. I well, think, that fucking. Times. What about that thing, man? That can go back in time and it's archive the internet. Record that. Yeah. Though. Imagine if it could though. Wow, that's not outside the just, realm of possibility. I was just no. drunk, and I'm like, ah, no imagine, one's going to watch this. You imagine if streaming was all recorded somewhere because it's really just one right. zero is going through a fucking computer. If they right. figure out how to how to go back in time oh, and, and <laughs> look, look, <laughs> reprocess your. FBI your 
FBI absolutely has machines Ugh. that are taking all the copies of ones and zeros yes. that are spitting through the internet right now. So right now, data centers at AT and T and Little Garden and all that shit. They have machines that are mirroring all that. Yeah, yeah machines that are. I bet it. This is true. This is not conspiracy think, theory. True. Would that you think? True. Would you think? Absolutely true. Documented proof. Would you think like? 15 years ago they were doing that too though like I, not to that level but or do you think that there's going to be technology to go back and somehow you know get that somehow <laughs> that um, could be amazing yeah I mean I don't, I don't believe I, I believe from here on out whatever here is not this year or not today but there has been a there, there was a turning point from that point on right. all those ones and zeros exist somewhere they absolutely do yeah <sighs> Well, yeah. the, the really crazy idea is that at one point in time, there's going to be some sort of a computer that's so fucking powerful and that computing power and, and what, what's capable, what they're capable of, of extrapolating from any given circumstance is that what they're going to be able to do is see the world in every aspect, like every, every single thing about the world today and literally put into a computer, how did this get into place? How did this get into place in relationship with that and go back in time and literally be able to recreate the entire model of life on this planet and Pendle life in the slider. universe, everything from the very beginning to then. Until they get back to Jesus creating it. <sighs> Which is only, ironically, a few thousand years ago. It's that easy. They don't have to go back very it's far. like six grand. But here's the thing. They've already figured out how to record memories. Right, they can, really? record, they can, they can, they, they believe they can put people's heads and devices and record those electrical impulses and see where they're going off in the brains and then glean the ones and zero data from that. Right, so I did not know this. Yeah. How, how, like, can you transfer it from you to that, me? Well, that's that's, that's where they're the still working on. They don't, they know how to record it. They can gather that data. It's putting that data back into somebody. That's the issue. So imagine a near future where you put on a cap. Or you know you have your Johnny Mnemonic neural implant, and you go, I want to go skydiving today. Double click, and you pay four ninety nine for that adventure, and it plays back somebody's memory that was recorded of them free falling. Yeah, what's five that minutes. movie? What's well, that movie again? I don't remember. What you know, the one Julia yeah. Lewis uh, that was all about that, where they yeah. put in memories. Uh, strange, no. Yeah, uh, strange something. something. Okay. Uh, yeah. I don't remember that. It's like a no. Like a, yeah, I fucking. I never remember Johnny fix. Mnemonic, which was a great shitty God movie on Netflix. Someone, uh, someone on Twitter, I'm sure knows what the fuck this is. Come on, you. It you was where the whole bitches. the whole idea of the movie was that that that's what you do. You would like put memories in yeah. your, your head and stuff like that. Well, they can already record them. Now the issue is playback. So once they have that down, imagine an app store for experiences. Yeah. Well, you know, I thought about that the other day when I was looking at my iPhone. Strange days. Strange days. Woo! Knuckles. Bam. Powerful. Um, I was looking at my iPhone, and it was uh, something that my daughter did that was hilarious. Mm -hmm. And I was watching, and I was like, okay, this is this happened. You know, it happened five minutes ago. Now I'm watching on this video. It's so simple and so easy. Like this is seriously like a time capture. Yeah. Like it's some some. It's a very remedial rudimentary form of time capture. So imagine all the senses we have, right? All the stuff that we can perceive that this thing just captures a 2D image of, right? Yeah. So imagine infrared with sonar, with feeling, uh, scent, with feeling potentially, right? So it's going to, you're going to capture scenes, but you're going to capture every aspect of a scene so that when you want to play it back, it'll be just like you're living in that moment because it'll tap into all those senses. You've done the isolation tank. I have. Yeah. yeah you've done tank. it at the same place, the yeah. float lab in, yeah. in Venice. Um, and because we were talking about Crash, the, the mad scientist yeah. down there that creates these fucking things. But, um, you know, he's working on that whole screen setup. You know about all that, right? Yeah. What and do you I, think about all that? that? No, it's flawed concept. I agree with it in yeah. theory. 
Uh, the, the, for those who don't know, the idea is that you're floating in an isolation tank, so you're isolated from light, sound, you don't know where your skin ends and where the warm body temperature water begins, and because of that, your body and your senses are zeroed out, right? So you're, you're completely open to everything, and the idea is that there's going to be an LCD screen in front of you that's projecting the perfect golf swing, or projecting how to fuck like Rocco, or how to drive a race car like Andretti. You went whatever. Rocco, dude. You went 90s. Oh, well, well Animal Train is classic. That's a classic. He's not even dirty anymore. But he's still a classic. He yes. tapped out when he needed to. The <laughs> The point is, his notion is that you'll be able to watch that in a depth tank, and because your brain is so in tuned and open to all these memories, it's going to flood right in. The problem is that that's not a pure input method to the brain. You're going to be aware in that moment that you're watching an LCD screen. There's going to be light beaming it into your eyes. It defeats the whole purpose. It'll defeat the, the whole yeah, purpose yeah. of sensory deprivation. Yeah. Yes and no, um, but it also, instead of just sensory deprivation, it minimizes the sensory input and allows you to have more mental yes, resources to concentrate on the video. That is true. Now, now that I'll give. So if you want to watch a, you know, a, a documentaries, docu yeah, if you yeah. want to watch those, if you want to numb your senses and just be focused into one thing, yeah. that's fine. But I don't believe it's going to somehow reprogram your brain. That's how it was pitched to me. That it will, that it will change your brain to do that. It might make yeah. you more aware of something. That's true. I think it allows oh your brain to use more resources. I don't know, Brian. I mean, I'm not necessarily willing to. Uh, I mean, look, I'm a huge proponent of nothing, of the sensory deprivation tank in and of itself being emptiness, nothing, nothing there. I, I don't want any input at all. I want no hearing, no seeing, no touching. I want to like untether my body from my mind, visually, f physically, in every single way. And that's you know that's what I'm all about with the isolation tank experience. But I'm willing to listen. You know, I'm willing to like. It might be. Maybe, maybe I'll we'll figure it. something out. It just out. doesn't sound. It doesn't. You know, I'm not fully on board for that vision. I'm down. I'd be game to try it. I but he's also got to wrap that thing in tinfoil because not, there's still 3G signals and Wi-Fi hitting your body in there. Yeah, you're gonna die. You gotta. I'm not down with this little screen. What yeah. I'm down with doing it in some sort of a large circular thing where it's much, much larger. What I'm thinking of is you're in the center, almost like uh, in like a, a giant circular pod, and above you um, there's a screen sort of like uh, an IMAX screen mm -hmm. and that is the input and it's it's large and circular and when like say if you're you know you have some sort of a video on space it literally would become the whole sky right you know that I think is possible and so that's very fascinating to I, me I'm waiting for someone to create technology that beams the image into your eye because that's the only way you're going to really be able to fully flood someone's periphery, right. right? Is to beam it in there. So imagine like so you don't see your own nose, you don't see anything, right? So yeah. imagine imagine a projector that's locked in that can that can quickly and dynamically respond to your eyes, maybe moving around or shifting, but that's adjusting focal levels, beaming image A and image B <sighs> into your eye, giving you that shutter effect. You'll be able to completely. Zone awesome. out on something, and your periphery would be flooded. You, you don't want to get like in on the ground floor of that no, one, though. No, no, no. Yeah, Fuck you don't want to be fucking blind. <laughs> That's why you it's don't like, want the Nintendo 3DS. You don't want the first. You want to like see what happens yeah. for six months. Like the first dudes <laughs> who tried Wi-Fi, or the first dudes who tried or um, like microwaves. Yes, I was just oh, trying to make Jesus. a Salisbury steak. Now I have a, a vagina. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's weird. Lasix, Lasix yeah. surgery. Oh, LASIKs. The first guys so to get in there and get their eyeballs cut open. Fuck. You know, yikes! Don't get me for that. That doesn't always work. You know, I mean, it's they're pretty goddamn good now now they do it in like it's a couple of seconds right and you get a video of it you get like a souvenir photo like like it's splash mountain here's where we lasered your eyeball jesus here's where we corrected the lens Christ. i mean how many well, how did they figure that out man who how many people did they have to practice on before they got that technique down did yeah. they use cadaver eyeballs probably, use probably. goat's eyeballs and shit yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey what's guys. what's the, yeah what's the closest to human eyeballs in an animal i think pig Is what if what, what if you you could transfer pig eyes to people well they've already got now like 
again, it harkens back to transhumanism where they can, they can let blind people see rough shapes and and hard edges with light. Right. You go five years from now, they're going to have the same sight that we do. You go 10 years from now, they're going to have infrared, heat vision, all that stuff. Yeah. It's a matter of time. Because then it's just a lens. As long as they can beam it right into your brain, that's it. Do you contemplate like where this is all headed when you look at this whole transhumanism thing? You say, well, what happens if everybody lives forever? What happens if there is no death? I mean, what happens? What about the resources, man? We are already already at max. You know, we're already. Are we though? Are we really at max? We're We're not really. We kind of exaggerate that, right? Well, I mean, we, we say we're at max based off future projections. You know, we're not at max like yes. tomorrow we're fucked. We know at the current rate with babies being born and ozone depleted and, and you know, so much oil in the ground, we know that in 15, 20, 25 years we might be fucked. So that's why we need to invest in it's technology. It's also our, what, I mean, how much of our energy is projected and in, in, in used towards making food and how much of it is towards, you know, fucking war and, mm-hmm. and politics and nonsense. And how the ways yeah. we manufacture food right now are making us sicker. And there's, there's a whole thing there. But regardless... Regarding like transhumanism, in 15, 20 years from now, we're going to be alive for debates that would be previously unheard of. Should someone with a cybernetic implant be allowed to run in the Olympics or run right, for office? Right. Or should your kid go to the same elementary school when he's got infrared vision and that helps him with kickball? Like that. Well, the- you know, I have these conversations with people when it comes to the UFC. When they, when they start talking about how do you feel about, you know, banned substances. Because right. so many people keep getting busted. Tiago Silva just got busted for turning in non-human urine. Because apparently he, uh, oh, yeah, no way. yeah, he, hey, he's not a human. He or, took some <laughs> something for his back because he hurt his back, but he looked fucking swole in his last fight, and he was super aggressive Three too. Three swoles in one podcast. Swole, wow. dog. There's four. That's pretty crazy. Um, That's your new clothing oh, line. That's your new yeah, line. swole with the abs on the outside. It's just a cock. It's on. just from GayDemon.com. What I do is I just take the the best gay cock picture dude that's what you need a rip deep v-neck with like a silhouette giant cock coming out of the waist like i've been thinking i need that too and i'm so glad somebody confirmed and you it. just gesture to it that's what all the need. fuck was i saying before we got in this i don't know but I, i've got empty my bladder what? i'll go I gotta, get, get in what were we just saying uh gay demons did you oh banned substances about? sorry what Dragons fucking cars. Yeah, it didn't pull up, man. Oh, here it goes. One of the... Um, what, what banned substances. Right. Anyway, what I was saying is that what people have to realize is... Look at this dragon fucking barracuda. That's the first one I've tuned into. See, now that's pretty sweet. Dragonsfuckingcars.com. Nice look at that pink cock going in that muffler. This is so weird, man. That is weird. That's really fucking weird. Whoever put those two together? I don't know. People are strange, man. But this, um, what, what I was saying about substances is what we're dealing with now is fairly simple. We're, we're dealing with people putting chemicals in their bodies we're, we're dealing with people like did you take steroids did you take growth hormone did you take they can't even test for growth hormone yet they can test for testosterone they can test for a bunch of different types of steroids that all work i mean there's a reason why barry bonds got better as he got older i mean there's a reason why roger clemens got better stayed good as he got older there's a reason why there's a lot of these athletes that are well into their 40s that are competing and it's 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 chemicals and what they're basically doing is a form of a low level form of genetic engineering and what they're supposed to tell you is that well I mean, it, depending on what you're looking at, whether you're looking at old people who are doing it, hormone replacement therapy, a lot of people have different takes on that. And they, they say, well, that's okay because what they're doing is just allowing their body to operate as if a young body did and allows them to continue to compete. And that way you get to see, you know, guys play baseball well into their 40s and do well. But then you get 
guys who are like, okay, well, this guy's taking, you know, EPO and he's got twice as much red blood cells as the average person and he has incredible endurance because of that. And then this guy's taking, you know, Anavar and he's, you know, got a, a amazing muscle density and he's a fucking animal. They're getting, they're getting to superhuman levels. And it's there right now they're doing it through, through, through chemicals and they're injecting themselves with things. But eventually it's going to be much more complicated than that. It's going to be genetic engineering. What eventually it's going to do is they're going to be able to genetically manipulate the code of a human being and they're going to be able to create human beings that are superhumans mm -hmm. so we have to figure out man what when it comes to you know performance enhancing drugs and and trying to level the playing field so they say you know as far as like steroids and in sports what you have to realize is that this is just the beginning it's going to get way 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 more complex they're working on myostatin inhibitors where they've used these in mice and the mice live longer and they jump fucking three feet in the air and they look like superman i mean th this is going to happen and and people are going to start taking this stuff and athletes are going to start taking it because regular people are going to start taking it too because you're like fuck i want to live three times as long i want to be able to jump over buildings and if someone came along and they have a pill and they say, hey, Brian, would you like to take this super athlete pill? There's no, you actually live longer. You're going to be healthier because of it. There's no repercussions physically. And it's, you know, 100 bucks, 250 bucks, and just changes you forever. Well, fuck you. Of course you take it. We would come here. At first, I let other people take it at first. At first, right. but there would be a day where we would do but the today podcast. Is the first. Athletes are on the forefront of that okay. and trying to tweak and hack their bodies. Yes. And it'll slowly disseminate down to the general public where every day your grade schooler's taking a pill because it's going to make them better at tetherball. Exactly. And you're going to be able to genetically engineer your child from birth eventually. You're going to be able to say, I want a six foot six, mm -hmm. you know, super athletic, super mesomorph son yep. with an incredible IQ. Talk about class wars. That is when it's really, <laughs> the shit is going to hit the fan. When yeah. It's like, talk about the haves and haves nots. Your kids have everything. They're born with supervision, super speed, and super yes. metabolism. That's a very How good point. How can I keep up with that? That's a very good point. But people have to understand that the inequality and the, in, the inequity of the world is what fuels innovation and when it, what fuels people uh, competing and uh, competition. And it, it fuels, like, change. It fuels growth and evolution. And in all forms of art and all forms of technology and all forms of anything where people are comparing their work to other people's work and trying to compete, it's important. I mean, I, I don't think it needs to be complete and total inequality where, you know, some people are dying of starvation and right. other people are eating diamonds. It, it, there, there's a balance to be achieved there. But you have to realize that in competition is growth. And that's how all this that's that's the motivation, the energy behind all this. I just imagine Kanye West starting a new trend of, yeah, I'm eating pure diamonds. I just mix it into my fucking smoothies from Jamba Juice. That's diamond <laughs> juice, motherfuckers. That's what I'm drinking. Yeah, it, he wouldn't be far behind that. Did you hear about those, the, the kids that are dying off of uh, taking bath salts and plant food? That's yeah. Really like fake ecstasy. It's called like diamond dust. That's yeah, what, we've talked about that. And it's it's sort of, well, they're calling it bath salts to sell it. Mm -hmm. We were totally confused when we first did it. We thought that bath salts it was actual bath salts and someone figured out that you get that high you can get off, high off of, it. of it. Yeah. But they yeah. just labeled it that way. And apparently the chemical structure of it is not technically illegal because no. it's like a cousin of something that's illegal. Yeah, it's off. It's called methadrone, I believe. But there's Which, a, Don't put meth in the, in, even if it's a pH... Don't put meth in the name of something if you want somebody <laughs> yeah. to really try it. But they're making them. To get into it. They're making them illegal, and one of the ways they're making yeah. them illegal is there's a, a like a, a law that allows you to make things illegal that are next door neighbors, cousins to yeah. to things that are illegal. You know, they use that with dimethyltryptamine and 5-methoxy dimethyltryptamine. You know, 5-methoxy, DMT, NN dimethyltryptamine, it was the big one that was they used in the 60s, and that was the, the Army Research Lab used to fucking, they had buckets of this shit, and yeah. scientists were getting a hold of it, and that's how Mechanic got a hold of it, and a lot of other people got a hold of it. 
hold of it. Well, when they locked that shit down in 1970, they didn't know about 5-methoxy dimethyltryptamine, which is actually more potent gram for gram than regular. And you could buy it online, man. I bought this shit at, from American Chemical Company. I ordered it online like, really? many, many years Would ago. Would it arrive as a powder? or a arrives, yeah, a powder yeah. in a, like a little vitamin bottle. It's ridiculous. There is enough in that thing to get barbecued for the rest of your life. You could cook do, your brain. How do you how do you regulate and make something illegal that your body naturally produces and secretes? Well, you know, that's that's it's a good point. Same. But, you know, your body also naturally secretes testosterone. Right. And there's the question, like, should testosterone be available for everyone? Right. Could well, you... like Sativex for weed. They're like, well, have you heard of, you've heard of Sativex, right? What it's is that? Pharmaceutical no. form of sativa. And they've done trials with it in the UK. Oh. And they find that, oh, these medicinal marijuana, yeah, we can regulate it and put it in pill form. And we'll call it Sativex. And it'll give the same effects as smoking a bowl of sativa weed. They've managed to does isolate. Does it really work? Yeah, it does. It's synthetic THC. But they're managed to make a naturally produced product illegal right. and then sell you the pill form of it, which is created in a lab. Right. How long before Monsanto starts, you know, genetically engineering marijuana and making, you know, its strains. Right. You know, bacteria resistant, this, yeah. that, the other, and then throwing Johnny Apple seeds out so everybody's growing it so they can sue you so later. So they can sue you, yeah. How crazy is crazy. that? Crazy. They're, they're patenting nature. Mm -hmm. That's really bizarre. I mean, they're trying to patent pig parts and pigs and, and human organs. I mean, that's yeah. next. It's I mean, like, they, they'll find a way to slightly tweak, modify, and then patent the human genome. Sure. So. Exactly. Yeah. They'll own a certain level of person. Yeah. And this type of person, you know, they can call them like artificial people. Or Yeah. If you want a designer baby, that's fine. But if he's going to have blue eyes and be over six feet, you owe Monsanto a check every month like, that's gonna happen <laughs> that is gonna happen gonna right happen. you're gonna have to pay some sort of a some sort of a royalty a subscription fee. fee subscription fee for the perfect child yeah apple's gonna oh, do it too fuck? where does it all end you know i mean there's the mckenna we'll view there's the kurtz wheel do you think so i hope not but... do you are you uh, familiar at all with any of these people like the graham hancocks or john anthony west to the world these people that believe that there was um, a, a distant civilization that was super advanced that somehow or another everything fucked up whether it was because of natural disasters or whether it was because of something man-made and that we're literally another generation like a, we we have rebuilt from 6,000 plus years ago. Right, like they sent DNA or sent embryos or whatever and shotgun blast them out into space. No, 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 no. Oh, I've heard no, that no. theory. Yeah, that's they, another theory. That's Pansperia. I mean, the, well, no, you're, I think you're talking about something differently. I'm talking about stuff that came in on asteroids. But what I'm talking about by this, by this, um, John Anthony West and Robert Schock and all these other, what what they're subscribing to, Graham Hancock is another one, okay. is that civilization at one point in time, whether it's ten thousand five hundred, twelve thousand five hundred, you know, BC somewhere else, was like very advanced. Right. Okay. Just so like, like we are pyramids today. Pyramids and Mayans, they figured it out and then they somehow fucked it up and we yes. uh, survived out of that. Well, yeah. I think they're pretty sure that the pyramids were built at twenty five hundred BC. But, but there's the also some other shit around the pyramids that's confusing because there's some stuff. There's like certain styles of building mm -hmm. and then some of them they've found that are like deep, deep underground that they've had to like dig out and they were covered in sand. Like, the, you know, the, the Sphinx, when they initially found it, was covered in sand. Right. And even back in the like hieroglyph days, the Sphinx was covered in sand. Like one of the, who it was, Tutmosis III, I think it was, had to uh, uncover it. Like that's, that's part of the hieroglyphs. I think um, what they're trying to say is that at one point in time, we had achieved great heights, whether or not exactly parallel with the way we live right. today with technology. I mean, it might have been something different. Right. might have been harnessing the power of sun with mirrors and limestone in a way that created a nuke blast right. as opposed to 
reactions. Or it so. might have also been a psychedelically based society where right. we were, you know, much more into shamanic rituals and communicating with, you know, the spirit world or whatever the fuck right. that is. It, it could have been a lot of that too, but I think it's very possible. It's very, very Our possible. Our ancestors could have been candy flippers. Yes. <laughs> that could have happened. Yes. Well, that's, that, well, there's a lot of evidence to that. There's yeah. a lot of evidence. I believe that. Soma, you know, and you go to the, the Vedic texts and, you know, they, I mean, they all talk about uh, different psychedelic brews. It's pretty clear they're talking about something that you take, you know, and look, that stuff existed forever. We know that. Mm -hmm. We also know that ancient cultures have been worshiping cows since the beginning of time and not even eating them, even when they're fucking starving. Right. And that to me reeks of some, some deity. I mean, why is it a deity? Oh, because we use their milk and, you know, they, they plow the fields for us. Bullshit. You're getting cow shit and there's mushrooms that grow mushrooms in that cow and, shit yeah. and you're tripping your fucking balls off. That's what's really going yeah. on. You're worshiping these cows. The, the worship that they have is not indicative of anything other than the consumption of psychedelics. Mm -hmm. It's like this weird love for this cow. Like to me, that's He's producing for that, a door yeah. that allows you to unlock things in your brain. For that to happen to me, that seems people like naturally identify with their own type and are as cruel to animals as they need to be. And when you're starving, you need to be cruel to animals, but yet they don't. And there's this like this this disconnect from their actual physical needs and this love that worships on this mm -hmm. this this you know deifying this animal. And we also know that they're big on fucking psychedelics. We know that their past has lots of references in the ancient texts yeah. to psychedelics. And psychedelic mushrooms grow better on cow shit than anywhere in the world. That's the best Maui, place for that. Where's that? Hana Maui. Oh, you wouldn't in, know it. Right on up the up island? The hills. Yeah. Really? You find them up there? Yeah, you just take the road to Hana. And when you're there at like the Hana Maui Resort, the big old hill, you just climb it at about six in the morning. It's everywhere. Well, you, really? know, you know, the everywhere. entire Pacific Northwest of the United States, the entire Pacific Northwest literally is like a mind of spores. It's like one gigantic organism life form, like a base of spores. They're fucking everywhere up there. Psychedelic mushrooms, like there's people that go up there and find them and grow them, but it's all connected with some, I mean, literally, if you believe that, that psychedelic mushrooms are some sort of a life form from somewhere else, mm -hmm. which a lot of people believe, you know, they believe that much like they believe that, um, you know, the, the Pansperia theory that we were talking about earlier, that, you know, amino acids and all sorts of water and different things came from asteroids, hit Earth, and that started in seeded right. life. They believe that somehow or another these spores came from other planets. You know, because spores can survive in a vacuum and spores can survive the deep radiation of space. And, right. and the fact that this is like some something that permeates one entire part of the country. You know, I, I remember watching some, or reading something about it, about, you know, like if you if you like connected it all together, like, you know, the, 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 the how far and how wide it is, you know, and the, these mushrooms these keep mushrooms growing in the same reach, space, yeah. in the same area. And then I it's just all know like that network. they made me see words come out of somebody's mouth once. Really? That's that awesome. was the fucking trip of my life. Would they look like English words? So, yeah, it was, it was, it was at a moment and I, I could hear conversations in the other room. I couldn't hear them, but I could literally see words in like 3d text form floating over the partitions in this guy's loft nice. in downtown LA. And I was like, what? And I looked at them and I'm like, and I started recalling to my friend who was there. Granted, this is all, we're all fucked up. But I'm like, they're talking about such and such in there. Well, how do you hear that? The music's so loud. I can see it. And went in there and was literally, as people were talking to me, I was watching their mouths open wow. up. And the words that they were saying were physically coming out as text. Their mouths were warping around it. And so I must have looked like a tweaker and a half <laughs> watching these words go by because I was trying to read it like a ticker <laughs> as they were talking. So to the outside world, I was scratching and going like this. They probably thought they'd fuck me up. Did you ask them if you were right? Well, I was absolutely right. We talk about it to this day. Like I saw words coming out of people's mouths and was reading them. Maybe I was hearing it and it was like some... 
And your um, head was just cool. yeah, like a synesthesia. My brain was going, "This is what they're saying." I don't know. I don't. But you care. checked with it them awesome. about what they were saying. Yeah. yeah what were you on? It was just mushrooms. How much? Not that much. Lightweight. Two couple stems, couple caps. Really? With peanut butter. See, see, what's weird, uh, Kevin, is that lightweight. A lot of people, especially that I met through Joe, they're they're firm believers of like you just got to eat a shitload of mushrooms and blah. No, I've never me. done this my whole life. It's always been like half an eighth, maybe. You know, and I I just took a that half. That even an, sounds like crazy. Yeah, that, yeah. I just took like. Uh, half of a half of the eighth recently and had probably the the most hardcore visuals i've ever had in my life really? on mushrooms i when i like i have friends that smoke salvia and they'll see like visual distortions in the room like they'll look up and the ceiling will rip apart and they'll like snow will come in i'm like that's cool that sounds fun when i smoke it i go to another fucking dimension me too another dimension i didn't I, do it right the first time i did it oh yeah yeah i only did it once and i didn't do it right and i just did what they did i was like out of body experience but you know what you guys are talking about you you absolutely can get a brilliant and beautiful experience from just a little bit of mushrooms yeah. there's no doubt about it but it's not the same experience how do you know that though? A lot. how do you know that because i've done both because you've done a little and you've how, done wait, a lot. You yeah, but, how, yeah, but uh, you could have there's had... A, there's a point of It's no all about the mushrooms, I think. Why, why are you saying, how do you know that, dude? This is like documented throughout human history. People have been doing it the shamanic way, where they take this large dose in silent darkness, and they do it, and they have a different experience than when you take smaller doses. Well, and I they just, know what well, they're doing. I've they had, know physiologically the different effects that it has on the human yeah, body. But I've had... The, the most I've ever had was probably maybe a quarter of mushrooms before. Okay, but you, are you not listening to what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Because if you're saying the most I've ever had, then you don't have experience about taking five grams or six grams i know you don't have that experience no but i'm saying in a different way i've had a quarter before and yes i've had a crazy ass shroom experience i had half of an eighth the other day and it blew that shit out of the water times a million and it was just different mushrooms okay it, was it, could, good be, mushrooms. it could be that it also could be where you are physically it could be what you had in your stomach it could be you know there's a lot of different things but that doesn't mean anything because you haven't had the full-blown experience of the big dose to compare it to yeah but does it even do anything when it gets to a certain point i was gonna say for me at some yes, point i don't know what's beyond that because yeah. i would have pissed myself and vomited Listen, all over one myself of like, best i can't go any further than that physically McKenna did a lecture once, and he was talking about a friend of his that cho chose to remain anonymous, but he was like this like crazy psychedelic guy who every time he did mushrooms, his goal was to try to tolerate more. Right. And he would go to like 10 grams and have these like, the God you knows. know, you will, what you do is you literally completely dissolve. You cease to exist, and you make contact with whatever the fuck it is that you're making contact. It seems like... At first, it seems like another life form. It seems like some sort of a thing that's communicating with you. And then somewhere along the line, it becomes like another world. It becomes like you, you, this, this goes away. Yeah. And you go into this next sort of dimension that's incredible. It's so religious and beautiful. And, and when I say religious, it's like iconic imagery, and, but almost indescribable because they're morphing and changing around you. But it's all like love and wisdom and warmth it, and, and acceptance and, and whatever. It's powerful as what it's not poison. The LD50 rate is, is ridiculously high. You have to eat like shitloads of mushrooms to die. It's not poison. To die, yes, but probably not. I mean, mushrooms is a mushroom. It's a, it's a, it's a, it is a poison to your body. No, it's not. Mushroom is no? not poison, Brian. It's like salt is poison. Is salt poison? Well, if you eat a half pound of salt, you fucking die. 
It's not salt. It's not a poison. Strychnine's a fucking poison. What psychedelic drugs are is there's something that allows your body to tune into whatever the fuck it is to, to change the, the the chemical composition of your brain to to fuck with your neurochemistry to the point some where you. But to be yeah. fair, some would define that as a poison. They would say you're poisoning your body. Yeah, and that's but, why it's no, but there's no negative health effects. Everything is reacting. But you don't. But it's not. Well, it doesn't some, I mean, wreck people, your body. It's shocking. At the end, you're worn out. Mushrooms and and psilocybin to depressive uh, yeah. depressiveness, bipolarism, manic. You know, manic uh, states. Now, I'm not. Yeah, saying those, but that's not good studies. Been, exactly. Those people, those people been could have easily, which with, is why they're doing which psychedelic doing, hardcore yeah, drugs. Just in like the first they try place. to say salvia killed some kid, but he was having issues and on sure, antidepressants of before then. So yeah, but what I'm saying is, you know, I I I'm absolutely with you that small doses can give you beautiful experiences, mm-hmm. but it's a different thing than the high doses. The high doses are ego obliterating. I'll never achieve that. No? You scared? Oh, yeah. Scared, homie? From that last time, man. I know I had a flight the next day, and I ended up at LAX swiping my credit card from terminal to terminal in the machines, hoping one would recognize my itinerary (laughs) and spit it out. I was like, oh, this was really unprofessional. I probably shouldn't have eaten all those mushrooms the night before a flight to New York and a shoot. But you figured out how to get there. How could you not figure out how to look at your phone and your email that tells you where you're supposed to go? The, the, one of those wow. things. I, uh, That's some good shit. Yeah. I had a really strong DMT trip, which is the last one that I had, and I haven't done anything like that in a couple of years because uh, it was it was so powerful mm-hmm. that for like a couple weeks afterwards, nothing seemed normal. I mean, everything worked. I could read. I could watch TV. I could have conversations. I could talk to people. No one would know that behind the surface, I was like, I don't believe in the world anymore. I don't trust in this dimension. You're waiting for Morpheus to load a patch to fly a helicopter into your brain because you believe now you're in the Matrix. It was so... It was so humbling and so crazy and moving. And people go, bro, it's just fucking drugs, man. You're just doing drugs and you're getting, your, your head's getting all fucked up. Right. It's all you're doing is you're doing drugs. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. You don't know. We're not really sure what's going on. But I guarantee you that changed my life. Right. I can guarantee you that whatever that is, if it's just drugs, you know, that just, just drugs changed me as a human being and made me reevaluate everything. You know, and is still to this day like haunting. That's like saying it's, oh, it's just religion. Okay. It's just something you believe in that changes every facet of your life that has given you visions and made you appreciate things in a new way. That's all it is. Well, it's, it's just the religion. real. It's the real religion. The wow. real religion is the psychedelic experience. I mean, there's a John Marco Allegro book. They're I'll all just as real to those who prescribe to them. But there's a John Marco Allegro book who is the one of the scholars that uh, reviewed the Dead Sea Scrolls. He deciphered mm-hmm. the Dead Sea Scrolls for 14 years. Worked on it, and at the end of 14 years, he said that the entire Christian religion was a huge misunderstanding, and what it really was about was the consumption of psychedelic mushrooms and fertility cults and he wraps it it wraps it all up it's it's almost impossible to follow you know like to to follow the you know the 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 origins of the words and it's like it's really like trippy shit but the fact that this guy's got it locked down to this one mushroom this psychedelic mushroom that's taken throughout europe you know Mm -hmm. constantly you know we know that the vikings took mushrooms and they would go on berserkers you know they would call they would they would get fucked up on mushrooms and then go attack villages (laughs) you know i mean that's how they (laughs) roll back there yeah, man, they would they would get high on I, mushrooms. I still maintain I found my spirituality on salvia. Yeah, I started with small doses, and then I've done about six times, and I don't want to do it again because the last time I did it was so fucking powerful and magical, very yeah. similar to your DMT experience. But I salvia is super potent. I flew out of my brain, you know, and just went kind of catatonic, and uh, I saw parallel universes, parallel dimensions. 
spiraling out of the corner of my eye. Like I was just sort of floating in this in this abyss and I saw it, it was rotating, it was making a noise, it had gravity to it. And it was almost like I could see wedges of reality. If I, I couldn't look directly at it, it would blind me. But out of my peripheral, I could see these wedges of reality going by. And I was like, what is that? What is that? And wow. something said, just fucking go for it. And so I, I remember reaching out my hand, what felt like my hand at the time, and it slowed the sphere down. And then it sucked me into one of those wedges. And I was feel, I felt like I was a kid running around in what felt like a Russian stadium for whatever reason, holding a flag and there was confetti. And I was with a bunch of other kids. Like it was a halftime celebration or some shit. And I was like, yay, oh, we. It felt as real as any other experience I've had in my life. And I shotgunned out of it. And then it was rotating. And I went, oh, what, can I do that again? And I reached down and slowed it down. And I went in and then I was driving a car. It was like another reality that I could have been living. And it was just Whoa. all dimensions. And you can't tell me. It w- you can tell me it was drugs, drugs, drugs because it. Totally was to some extent, but you can't tell me it wasn't as real as any other experience that I had. And when I came to on the couch, I just went, holy shit. You're fucking freaking me out, man. Did you record all these like uh, a good Salvia user? Uh, my, no, well, yes. Yes, I did, actually. I had <laughs> one. But he was writing it down. I had one uh, in the tank where I had eaten some pot. And when you eat a lot of pot, especially if you eat the really strong shit, you can have some incredible visuals, man. Have you ever eaten in on a plane and closed your eyes and see, like, cartoons and, like... Not in pot. I had to drive to Palm Springs just not too long ago on some edibles. I had a very similar uh, vision, whatever it is, hallucination is what you had. Of parallel dimensions and universes? Yeah, with mine, with mine, they were... I was in the center of one. It started out with me. What it started out with is, like... with the tank I mean how many times have you done the tank Uh, only like three or four when uh, with but I've me. never done it high. Oh, which Jesus. I feel like it's what the God. fuck is wrong with you, well, listen, son? You met some dude named Crash on the boardwalk who was trying to tell me about vibrating my spirit, and then he's like, yeah, hop in my tank. Yeah, he's crazy, right? but yeah, he's so, right. He's so, right about don't a lot of shit. But don't begrudge me smoking <laughs> pot before I hop into Crash's time machine. You're scared. <laughs> um, I played too many point-and-click adventure games to know that that could end with rape. With me, it started, out, it started out just getting to the center, relaxing, letting go, and then once I let go, then it always feels like once I get to a certain point of relaxation and I completely calmed my mind, then it starts to take me away, almost like as if I feel like I'm in a river. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm 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 a wash in like some like a, sort a of molecule, invisible like a single molecule. Yeah. yeah. Well, as I was doing this, I I came to a point where I recognized my space and then the space of the planet and then the planet in the space of the galaxy and the galaxy in the space of the universe and then the whole universe became like this bubble that was trapped inside some gigantic infinite like ball of yarn and each thread of this ball of yarn was like one universe right. after another right. universe right. and they were all together swirling in this moving ball of yarn of universes connected like circles connected mm-hmm. even with a tube like they connected them all together and it was all luminescent and it was all I was trying to take in all the information that was going on all these different various worlds but it was all different and all the same and it was all happening simultaneously right. and I was as I was trying to figure out like how big this 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 ball of yarn is it got, it got literally too big for me to wrap my head around then I snapped out of it right and then I lost it how long were you in the tank a couple hours a couple hours yeah the deeper I get is the, the the longer I'm in there the more I can relax and it's almost like you achieve like different wavelengths different mind frequencies you know like you know I mean I know that you do in uh, in meditation in extreme meditation like they've taken monks and they've yeah. you know done studies Which I on am them. so jealous and envious of that shit 
Of monks? Well, just the people that can deep meditate and get to that place versus needing to take salvia or needing yeah. to smoke some DMT. I guess I, I'm True. not capable of shutting it all off like that. But if that, you do naturally. that deep meditating, like well, if I did it every life? day, yeah, if I did it every day and that was my only existence, then sure, that'd That's be fine. Whack. But I got a mortgage. Yeah, dude. I got a I got a cheat to get to space. You, you, you know? want to get laid, okay? Yeah. You want to watch TV? Fuck all that monk shit. I need Netflix and cartoons. <laughs> I'll I'll find the universe by smoking it. You can get it there though. You can no. look. It's I like, had a conversation with my ego on salvia, and that was a trip. I really? found it inside the visualizer of my Xbox 360 of all places. That son of a bitch was hiding out in there. I put that on and it. What happened? At the time, you could use the vision cam, so when you move around, it would make the visuals yeah. on the screen go nuts. Jeff Minter is a genius. He remember the 3GO? When it, do you remember the 3DO at all? You said oh, the 3DO, the console. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 3DO. Yeah. It used to come with a trippy game where you could control this kaleidoscope. And when yeah. I used to be a kid doing acid, that games. was like the first lava. Link. Okay, get to your ego. Well, I, just, I took a rip and, and handed the bowl to a friend. Was like, oh shit, and there it went. And I started dissolving the similar like single molecule. Oh, I'm uh-huh. within my couch now. My couch is made of molecules. Cool, get out of that. Projected forth and was like, oh, the Xbox looks pretty sweet right now. Why don't I just fly into that? And I did, and there was this <laughs> pulsating ball after I went through all these like little wormholes and tunnel, and it was pulsating to the beat of the music that was happening. And I knew that I could go further, but I was like, what, what's, what's going on here? And he's like, oh, I'm every issue you have right now. You know exactly what I am. And I was like, oh, fuck. What's in my Xbox visualizer? What's going on, bro? And he's like, you know, you, you know what you need to get in order. You know you need to fucking fix your shit. And I was like, yeah, I know, I know. He's like, so relax and fix it. It'll, all right. We had a con- whole conversation. And I was like, cool, can I go swim around in the visuals now? And he's like, party on, bro. Like, totally Isn't gave that, me the permission to go flying around. And it that's was incredible. one of the most amazing and underappreciated aspects of any psychedelic experience is the work that you do on your own personality and your mind and, yeah. and uncovering all the bullshit that's fucking with you. That's why people have... I, I, not everybody, but that's why like some of my friends have had bad trips yeah. on Salvia. Like, oh, I reached a point where I felt like I was going to die, and I felt like, no, you were getting deconstructed as a human being, and you weren't ready to come to grips with the fact that there might be something bigger than you. Right. That there might be something real that you're yeah. about to experience, and you couldn't let that go. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the issue. Well, paranoia. I mean, I, I, we had this conversation many times, and, and someone recently brought this up on uh, on the message board. They were talking about the people that get paranoid are the people that aren't dealing with their life. They've got some shit that they don't like about themselves. They, they feel fucking creepy, and that's the reason why they they freak out every time they get high right it's like the marijuana does not allow you to have secrets the marijuana turns some lights on the corner in the attic of your house and goes hey what's going on yeah. what's all this shit over here what are you what are you hiding over here was that kitty scatter out through your yeah. mouth and your eyes and yeah. everything else i had my my internal monologue switched with my external monologue once on uh on on, on mushrooms and i remember like looking at people like why the fuck are you looking at me right now like, what are you doing? Is that a red watch? Why the fuck are you staring at me like that right now? And I was saying it all out loud. And it was completely switched for about 30 minutes. People were chatting with my internal monologue. Wow. And I was everything I wanted to externalize was swallowed inside. And it was like, fuck. Like, do thankfully, I'm, I'm a decent enough person to where I didn't admit to the bodies in the basement. But, like, that could have been bad. Do you yeah. believe, do you think that psychedelics, or you, have you ever even considered that they're agents of human evolution and that they're here to, they're like, the rocket, rocket you forward yeah. and rocket us forward? And the reason why we're not monkeys. I mean, I... I I believe in a mixture of all those things, mm-hmm. but I, I certainly can understand an animal taking something and thinking about a, a rock in a different way and going, that could be a spear to kill an animal. Right. You know, like, why the fuck not? If I can see other planets and have a chat with my Xbox visuals, why couldn't a gorilla in a forest have realized a better way to keep warm? Yeah, psychedelic mushrooms have been around in the current state for thousands and thousands yeah. and thousands of years, long predating what we know of as human civilization. Yeah. You know, we, we know monkeys will eat anything. They'll try shit out. You know, they try anything out. They'll pee in their own mouths in a tree. It's the greatest video ever. It is pretty good. They'll do whatever they want. It's almost as good as the one where he fleshlights the frog. Oh my god, mm, that, that poor that's frog! Just a bomb. I love that <laughs> Chip just he goes through the like, that frog's he mouth. goes through like the gorilla sutra. Like he tries.
tries different positions with it. He's like, I'm going to sit on my back. Nah, that's not enough. I'm going to teabag him for a while. Like, he really puts that frog through its paces. And it's amazing that people are sitting there watching, too. And they're laughing yeah. and filming it and joking around. Families are there and shit. Yeah. And this chimp is just fuck, mouth-fucking the shit out of this frog. Meanwhile, hide your eyes from real sex and yeah, turn your right. eyes towards all the slaughter and murder on TV. Yeah, it's, you know, we talked about this before, but I'll just bring it up one more time before we get out of here. There's a, video, a website that had this horrific video of a, a drug killing in Mexico. Mm. And this guy had been chopped up into all sorts of pieces. And they showed everything in graphic detail, except they cut his hands off. And in one of the hands was his dick and balls. And his dick and balls, they blurred out. They blurred out. it? Yeah. Like, what? You gotta pixel like that. We can't let the kids know. What? What else? So ridiculous. Weird world. Do you think that? Do you think? I mean, you hear about the protests going on right now in Mexico. Do you think that's about to boil over really, really fast? What is going on? What are the there protests? Thousands of people in the streets about the drug cartels and the violence on the same day that they discovered mass graves and. Yeah, they discovered another mass yeah, grave. Yeah, yeah. This is the same place where there's 72 people recently. This is over 50 yeah. people. It's terrifying, man. But I mean, that's that's really close to all of us. Exactly. It's all happening right now. And meanwhile, over. we gotta go to Libya. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta go to Afghanistan and keep that war on. Drugs hopping along so that we finance all that shit. That's the insane part. It's all fucking crazy, Kevin. It's all crazy. This has been the uplifting podcast. This is a badass day. podcast. This is yeah. chicken, this was a chicken lot of fun, soup dude. for the podcast. Listen, soul. man. Anytime you want to come on, you're more than welcome. Uh, listen, fascinating, I'm, awesome conversation. Appreciate it. Man. Enjoyed it's it very, joy. very much. Pleasure to have you on, and thank you very much for wanting to be on it in the first place. Thank Definitely. you. Thank you. So you can get a hold of Kevin on Twitter. Please follow him, for he is in fact the shit. <laughs> and you can get him on his Twitter is K. P E R E I R A. So K Pereira in the house, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you. you What's the... Attack of the Show on G4? Yes. yes. When is that on on G4? 7 p.m. Eastern. And you can find us online at G4TV.com. And you you film it Monday through Thursday, correct? Yeah, we're live every day. Live every day, yeah. you, you dirty hoes. All right. Thank you very much for tuning in, everybody. Um, uh, there's still a couple tickets left for Toronto, April 29th, for the Massey Hall Theater. Uh, Philly is, uh, I believe, is totally sold out, even though we added that second show on Thursday. If it's not, second show Thursday is all that's left. And that is the next weekend. And that's a full death squad, bitches. That's Ari Shafir and Joe Diaz next weekend in Philly. And I'm excited to see you, bitches. Thank you very much for coming in. And uh, coming in? You guys didn't even come in. Who the fuck am I? This show's over. Check out DeathSquad.tv, yeah. too. Check out DeathSquad.tv and subscribe to DeathSquad. If you're looking for more podcasts, Brian has his own podcast network thing going on on, on uh, iTunes. And it's just uh, called Death Squad. And every day it's different shows. It's Ari Shafir, Tom Segura. High-level stand-up comedians are sitting around shooting the shit, and it's great stuff. And uh, that's it. All right. I love you, freaks. Where's my flashlight? Oh, yeah. I'll get Kevin a flashlight. <laughs> and go to JoeRogan.net. Click on the link that says flashlight. Get 15% off the number one adult toy in the world. And Kevin's going to fuck one tonight. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everybody. Love you. Bye.